Lions fans. It's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The Detroit Lions Podcast Post Game Show. Hey, howdy, ho, Lions fans. Welcome to the Detroit Lions Podcast Victory Edition, episode 437. This is the official Detroit Lions Podcast for Reddit. I am the dashingest of dashing hosts, Chris, and with me is my good friend and, well, quite manifestly dashing as well, co host Ash. How are you doing, my man? Good to have you FTP, on board. FTP! FTP! <laughs> FTP! FTP! <laughs> Let's do this. Holy cow, what a great win. What a great win today. Taking down the FTPs. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you all for rolling those subscriptions in. We'll talk to you in a quick second. Today's show, we got a lot. We're going to talk about the game. We're going to bring the post-game show, Coach Campbell's post-game presser. We might get a player or two as well. Um, we'll have a roundtable. We'll take your calls live. we got all that going on. Make sure to read the description. It was a prediction that was written last night, and I think you're going to like it. All right, we got all that going on, a whole lot more. Ash, are you ready to go, my man? Let's get it on. <laughs> Let's kick this off and break it down. Mm-mm. All right. Aaron Rodgers made an appearance on Curb. Your enthusiasm today, FTP. <laughs> FTP. It's so great. It's If there's one team to beat every year, it's them. It was absolutely awesome. Um, I had a couple rum runners during the uh, the game today, and I, I noticed when I was talking to Ash, I, I mispronounced, mispronounced some words along the way. So he's going to help me keep things in check and in, in, in a good place. But oh, first off, let's just go straight reaction. Ash, how do you feel? Absolutely spectacular. I woke up at 4.30 in the morning so I could drive home and watch this game today. I had four hours on the road prior to getting to watch what happened right there. And man, I, I just, I had a feeling it was going to be worth the drive. Like there've been a couple games where you'd like, as you know, there's been a couple times where you had to call an audible. Cause I was driving back from the exact same place. <laughs> it was like, man, I'm just not feeling it this week. I don't think, uh, I don't think I'm going to do that. But today I just, I kind of felt like this was going to be worth the time. So yeah, I'm exhausted Oof. mentally and physically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I know I had, I had that kind of week. Um, I, my, I'll wake up at four on Thursday to fly out and then I didn't get to bed cause I was catching up at work. I didn't get to bed till like 1230 after midnight that night, had to wake up the next morning. We're called, I just been like a mess exhausted. So, so glad to have a weekend, a lot of great Detroit sports action this weekend. Wings won, Michigan won, uh, Lions won. It's just, just freaking great weekend. But cap, capping this all off with the Lions went over the pack is 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 just juicing juicing the wheels here a couple quick things we are watching for the post game presser to start as soon as we see that and catch that we will go to that and bring that live to you also i need to talk about saint jude saint jude is coming up our 24 hour uh saint jude charity auction uh and podcast we will podcast for 24 hours the auction starts on black friday it's going to go through the podcast december 9th and 10th so we're going to start at 9 a.m on friday on the 9th, 9 at 9, and we're going to go all the way till 9 a.m. on the 10th, so 9 at 10, in December, uh, 24 hours, Riz and I and all the, the, the friends, we're going to have all kinds of great guests and the whole thing. We're raising money for St. Jude. We will get this over $100,000 totally raised this year with your help. We're looking for you. Um, 
that's pretty sweet, pretty sweet to get over 100K. We thank you all for your help and really look forward to you joining us on this journey to help these these sick kids get better. Because it's one of the things that, you know, when I do it every year, no matter how the Lions are doing, it kind of just justifies what we do and, and helps me uh, stay stay tuned to what, what matters for real. You know, football is a lot of fun, but you can help some sick kids. That's the way to go. All right, let's yeah. get to this. Man. My favorite part of it is that I get to show up for two hours or one hour even and just egg whoever's watching on to uh, make you guys do horrible things and tattoo myself to raise the amount of money that we that we put up. So. Every year, every year, somebody does exactly what we do the next year. Isn't that funny? All right. It is crazy. It's. I mean, people ask why I, I rip on a particular uh, person in particular. It's because they literally Xerox our show just later. Yeah, like someone's getting a tattoo for charity and uh, been there, done that. And I'll <laughs> do it again this year, too. Uh, not that I invented that. You know, like the people have done this before, but nothing wrong, nothing wrong doing stuff for charity. That's great and, and to yeah. be commended, but come on, figure your own shit out. All right, let's talk about the Lions. This is great. They figured some shit out today. Came out on top of the Green Bay Packers. Um, Could this be, could this be the point that flips Aaron Rodgers? Because you know how he is, right? He's an emotional infant, and yep. this is the kind of thing that could really flip a switch on him because – they aren't getting him the help. They didn't do any, anything at the trade line deadline, you know, and they talked like they, they like they were trying. There's a lot of rumors about what they were trying to do with the trade deadline. They didn't get him anything, and they saw what they saw against the 32nd secondary in the NFL, one of the worst defenses, if not the worst defense in the NFL, supposedly. Credit, and you guys know where I'm going, Jerry Jacobs. Jerry Jacobs out there today. Yep. My man, first game back after almost a year. Yeah. Seatbelt ganged it up. Seatbeltgang.com. Show your swag. Uh, Jerry Jacobs out there, and he had a hell of a game. He did have that that one PI that didn't get called, and then one that did. Right. But <laughs> as as we were mentioning in the chat, like I mean, uh, it's not like there were no calls that that weren't called against the Lions. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it goes both ways, yep. and that's that's all you can ask is that if they're going to be terrible, they just be terrible evenly to both sides. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You wish there so was no bad calls, but if they're bad, equally bad, that's yeah. fine. Consistently bad, that's fine, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you have to accept the reality that because they're human beings, they're going to miss some calls. You just have to hope that they kind of fall on both sides, and I think we saw that today. Sean Wright, we want a game! And with that... Because the Lions want a game. <laughs> um, we want a game, but for real, the Lions need a better quarterback. I am, a, in my opinion, Goff is gone after this year. There's, there's All signs point to yes. <laughs> there's a lot to be said about uh, exactly that point you just made. Because the Lions want a game. Hey, uh, yeah, no, there, there, there's a lot pointing that way. We'll see um, what happens with Jared Goff. He's He is maddening. Uh, his second quarter performance. I mean, I have to look. His his yards for today were not impressive. They were 116 yards somewhere in the uh, passing, somewhere in the third quarter, which was like, oh my god, that was. Uh, yeah, there was a point he had thrown 18 passes for 88 yards, and that was under five yards per attempt. Yeah, yeah. So and that was that was in the third quarter somewhere. So Jared Goff ended up with 137 yards on the day. I mean, the second half was basically the second half from. The uh, the Miami game, which I was at, which is why we didn't have a, a, a post game show last week. So sorry about that, everybody that we, we had that. But um, that, that was just that was just a frustrating as how great first half great game to be at. But so, just 
just stunk. And there's a lot of Miami fans <laughs> in the building. I'll tell you that. So uh, this week I was I was a little bit nervous. And when I saw that second quarter hap- start to happen, I was like, oh, my God. But the defense, I mean, we have to stand up and shout about this defense. Oh, my gosh. These boys brought it out. Uh, this 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 thing this game uh, Pascal across the board they were just th- like that defensive line played like that defensive line really hasn't this year um, yep. getting an interception Hutch great for him awesome I mean yeah. uh, seatbelt gang getting in there uh, worried about uh, Kirby worried about Okuda they didn't come back after the the match neither no. one was back on the field well with they? Kirby like Kirby was out on the field briefly yeah, yeah. so like that's just you're done for the day and at this point like they just pull you out and you are there's no chance to come back uh i never heard anything about okuda like they never actually said what the deal was with that whether it was like a concussion protocol thing or what was going on but if they deemed that he had reacted poorly to a blow to the head it would have been the same thing for him where there was just no even if he showed zero symptoms he would be done for the day just like happened to amon ross st brown earlier in the year yep yep so defense Love the defense, the adjustments. I mean, after losing Kirby and Akuda both, who are key, right? You know Jerry's out there now. Jerry's playing, and and yep. what happened? Nothing. I mean, we did. Jerry was Jerry was great. What Same. happened is Jerry hit a whole bunch of people and broke up some passes. <laughs> man, that's what happened. Like that was beautiful. He was that's exactly what you wanted to see out of him this week, man. That was, <laughs> could not like if you scripted it, it wouldn't have been better. He was he was Okuda returned to the game. Thank you, Carson and. David. Oh yeah, he did. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, Jerry was out there just busting skulls. <laughs> love it. I, I love it. If you guys, if you guys see um, Jerry Jacobs, we'll take calls in a little bit here. Oh, we got the podium coming up right now. Dan Campbell, family members that uh, served, and uh, so this kind of means a lot to me. But you know, we uh, we had taps yesterday. We had that the group that that uh, was out there um, at practice, and you know. I knew they were going to be at the game. That's just one of those. It's one other little small reminder of what we do is uh, insignificant uh, as it pertains to everything that people go through uh, every day. But I'm just glad we could bring them a little happiness today. So I'm proud of our guys. They just don't go away. They just they believe they can win every week. They put it in, and uh, we made one more play today. We made one more play than they did to, to win the game. I'm proud of them. I just gave the game ball to AG. It's a hell of a job, man. Coaches his heart out and, yeah. uh, you know, yep. he put everything into it as he always does. And those guys responded. We knew we needed takeaways today. A minimum of two is what we talked about. And uh, Kirby Joseph came up big. Hutch got one. But as a whole, that defense, man, they they, uh, they rose up. And, uh, you know, I thought we played aggressive. I did think we challenged on the perimeter. Look, some of the plays that they made, we were in the fight. And that's all you can ask for. We're in it. We're in it. So, all right, they made a play. But uh, I felt like, man, we made them go the hard way, the long, hard way, and uh, we were able to sustain. And uh, our defense, to go down to, the, go down to the wire and our defense make the final stop for the win, I think, is, uh, I think it's, it's crucial. Super Chat, Jamie Johnson. Hey, A-Rod, how do you like these nuts? Now. Uh, well, Kirby, yes, for sure. Only because Kirby's been, you know, he's 
shoot now for three weeks now he's not come off the field you know and we're just letting him grow but he's been so close I swear every week uh, we talk about man he is you know the first time he missed one of those interceptions he was about an inch away and then the next one was about half inch away and then and so now he's starting to he's starting to feel it he's got a little bit of uh, he's got some instincts to him some some ball hawk instincts but that was good to see and Barnes every week has He's improved. Yeah, every time. week he's improved. Barnes you know, Boners. and we all want it to be at, at a certain rate. But the bottom line is, um, he has. He just keeps coming on, and uh, and it was good to see him out there running around. I mean, I, there was a number of guys without watching tape that uh, the whole defense I thought played outstanding. You know, I mean, Will Harris was all over the field. I mean, there was so it was just uh, it was a great effort. I thought Alex played well, um, but uh, look that. It, the unit itself really, they, uh, you know, they took a stand today and uh, won the game for us. Well, look, I just think it, it's, um, look, we, we had a, I felt like we had a good plan for him. Um, and just how we wanted to play. Look, you got to disguise. I mean, you have to. And uh, he'll take it all the way down the wire to get a beat on what you're doing. And, uh, you know, and then if you have an opportunity, you got to make the most of it. And, I, and we did that today. Um, so, you know, it's one of those where if you just hang in there and there again, man, if you're going to get beat, it's because you're in phase and a guy made one hell of a play on you. It's just, a, you know, you just happen to get beat one-on-one. But it's not the, the crucial errors, the – is that your guy or my guy? That that you know you eliminate that, and those guys just they stepped up and uh, and they made it happen today. Go ahead. Yeah, it was good to see, and uh, nice yeah, to I thought they blocked well as uh, <laughs> as well. They helped us in the run game. You know, we knew that was going to be a hard physical game, and uh, you know, look, that's a good defense, and. Um, you know, they, they do a lot of different things. They have multiple fronts. They have, uh, you know, multiple coverages. And, and uh, But I thought the tight ends, they did. They stepped up and, uh, you know, did exactly what we needed them to do for, for this game. Yeah, look, I, I'm excited because we won, man, and uh, and I just I feel like it was great to see, man, our defense taking some heat, and uh, to see them step up against a worthy opponent, you know, is uh, and a good quarterback. It's just it's good, it's real good, and uh, I'm proud of those guys because it's easy to just you know get frustrated and go in the tank, and but they came back and uh, they believed in, in themselves. They, they believed in the coaches were going to get them prepared and give them the best game plan to have success, and so they just came back to work like they have every week. Um, look, offensively, yeah, it wasn't as clean as it's been, but, man, you know, um, of course we want it to be cleaner. But, um, you know, we, we did get some first downs. We were able to run it a little bit, and we got in the end zone down there uh, other than the fourth down, and – yeah, of course we want to be better, but man, that was good enough to win today. Yeah, 
Well, I don't know if they're listening, but we won, so I'll take it. You know, they're, they're listening to somebody, and uh, I'll take that if it's me or somebody else, because I'll take the win. You know. Well, look, it's important, but man, I, it, of course it's important. You want those guys to grow. and uh, But at the same time, man, you, I want to see all of them make plays, man. You know, that's why it's good to see Alex out there. Uh, it's good to see Bugs. I mean, Bugs making some plays, man. Mac, I mean, all of them, but of course Mac is a young guy. But um, so, look, our offensive line, you know, they, those are some veteran guys we got for us. See them rise up again, you know. But it's it's just listen. It was a good win, man. Uh, our guys came in ready to go. Uh, we weren't flat. They never. They don't care. You know. They don't care about that. They just. You know. They want to win. They want to win, and they're willing to put in the work to do it. Well, I feel like I mean we played. We've been in these games, you know, so they've been resilient. We just haven't made the last play when we needed to, and uh, we made the last play today. You know, we just made one more play. Go ahead. Yeah, you're talking about to go for it at the end, as opposed to kick the field goal or punt. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just I felt like I liked where we were at, and I, and, uh, I thought we would we would convert that. Uh, but but if if we did not, uh, I had three timeouts in my pocket, and uh, and yeah, our defense was playing pretty good, you know. So I just felt like that was that was the way to go. Well, look, I think that, you know, you never know. It's Things things are certainly going to be a little different in that room when, when things like that happen. You have somebody else in there now that's, uh, though they know him, it's it's a different setup, you know, and the way that uh, you're being coached uh, is it's still what AG wants, but it, there's a different way of communicating it. That's all, you know. And, look, it was hard to, it's hard to lose AP. I said this before, man. This is, there's a lot of good coaches that – things happen to and he's a hell of a coach and he's going to land on his feet and he's going to rise back up again and he's going to be probably a head coach one day I th- that's how much i think of him but that's unfortunately just where we were at um but it was good to see you know i mean our guys hung in there and they listened and they believed him and they played well it just says that uh, you know we made the plays that were there you know we we uh we did yep. not let an opportunity slip put through our fingers yeah, I just, um, you know, we felt like, you know, we could uh, we could pound it a little bit. Uh, and it's when your coming. defense is playing like they're playing, you're able to do more of that. You know, that was – it gives you that luxury. Um, so, 
you know, and, and there again, you know, we, we love our offensive line. I mean, that's, we think it's one of the strengths of our, our team, you know, so we lean on them, let give it to Jamal another, another time. And, uh, you know, um, and go that route. Yeah, listen, of course it feels great. I'll be honest with you, I'm exhausted. So, <laughs> like, I just, you know, I want to go home, put the feet up, drink a beer, and, you know, so it feels real good. I'm just proud of them. I really am. I'm proud of our coaches. I'm proud of the players. I, I'm proud of everybody, you know. I just – because everybody puts a lot of work into it. I know it's only two, but my gosh, man. Um, and, and there again to see – you know, end of the game, man, one stop, our defense comes through. I just think is uh, we need that. We needed that. Uh, he is in concussion protocol. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, you know, if we had an opportunity to get points, I wanted to get points. There you go. All right. Oh, Dan Campbell brings it in. And yep. uh, that was great. Aaron Rodgers, I just want to hit on that because a bunch of people brought that in. Aaron Rodgers just folding and crying and tears just flowing throughout the, the, the entire game. I loved it. There's no better picture yeah. in my mind than a pouting, crying, tumbling Aaron Rodgers. Well, he was like screaming on the field when like it was his terrible throw that yeah. let Kirby break up the pass. Yeah. Like, who are you yelling at, man? You suck. <laughs> like, get off the field, old man, and quit whining. Yeah. Like, you're almost as old as me, for God's sake. <laughs> it was great. What a game. He's what done. a game, man. And like I said, this is the thing that this is the thing where uh, it's if this is the kind of thing that will break an Aaron Rodgers. Just eyes on draft picks really quick this win did drop us from the first overall pick to the fifth pick how does that happen well you have houston who is one six and one they had that tie um so now they're number one and then all the two and six teams are ahead of us because our strength of schedule is just over the top it's it's let me see there's one other um, the rams record right now the Rams are losing oh, i want to get to that in a we're second. one win be- we're one win behind them we had the second highest strength of schedule of all the teams in the NFL so far this year, <laughs> Green Bay's the only one that's had a harder strength of schedule. Um, which we're one is, week away from having the Rams pick be higher than ours. Well, that's what I was about to say. Update on the Rams: <laughs> they're now fourth down. Uh, Tampa Bay had to run in, have it running the sideline here. Tampa Bay is just really defensively oh, killing them. Ooh, uh, Stafford's left hand is bleeding. That's thankfully, I guess, good to see right now. He'll keep, um, he'll keep playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they're punting. Rams are punting. Champa Bay up three to nothing. And, um, God, if I look at the Rams, where are they? Oh, it's looking too high. That's my mistake. Um, 15th, yeah, another drop. Another drop. They come right in in our range. We could we could have two top ten picks at the end, at the end of this point. This is beautiful. Um, Jamison Hennessy, thank you, sir. For your generosity and that super chat, that is beautiful. It is awesome Poor that we won. It's epic that we beat the <laughs> Packers, and FTP is is absolutely right that we did. Uh, you are absolutely right on that. Hey Chris, 
If I wanted a T-shirt that said FTP on it, where could I get one of those? I heard that you could go to DetroitLionsPodcast.com slash store and get that and all kinds of amazing Lions merchandise. If you like Detroit stuff, if you want some retro Detroit kind of stuff, Pablo Island, uh, Pine Knob, some other good stuff. Pine Knob took the name back. Losers. But whatever. Uh, Great, great stuff, including an FTP shirt, all available at DetroitLionsPodcast.com slash store. Check it out. Um, I just wanted to actually really quick now just ask people to hit that subscribe button and the like button. We ask once per show. And we're just doing it now. Um, hit the like button, please, while you're doing it. You're here watching. You spend a few seconds. Only takes a second to hit the little button. Helps us out a lot. Helps other people find the show. Of course, the subscribe button helps us out as well. So please, please hit those buttons. Let other people know about it and uh, let the YouTube algorithm do its thing to share us with some other folks. All right. Let's fire up the uh, the phones. We will take your calls now in the background now if they put another player on the podium you may get interrupted it's only going to be for a short period here um but just want to let you know if they put someone else on the podium we're going to bring them up and have a conversation uh let them do their podium thing right now but only because we hate you specifically yes all right here we go uh <laughs> let's see caller what's your name and how much have you had to drink so far caller okay let's go all right, there was some kind of error. We'll get it now. I promise we'll have happens. It. Uh, two calls came in at the same time, and I think I confused the thing. All right, here we go. Here's our caller. Let's make this happen. Hey, caller, what's your name, and how much have you had to drink so far? Uh, my name is Jeff. I'm from Grand Rapids, and I've had, had not enough. But <laughs> your name is Jeff. You're from Grand Rapids. Said, You're not an alcoholic. Well played. <laughs> Well, no, okay, I didn't say that. Um, but thank you, Ash, for and, and thank you, Ash, for enabling me. Um, anyway, um, okay, so this game, I think that I want to point out one thing. After um, with Aubrey Pleasant being the coordinator of the passing game and um, the stuff that goes along with it, and this game being so dialed in as far as how they dealt with the game plan of the Packers, I think I understand why Arby Pleasant is no longer with the team. Um, it's not so much how he, you know, worked one-on-one with his staff or with the players. It's how, you know, his portion of the game was frankly neglected. And I thought this was a substantial, you know, kind of validation of that move. And, and, and frankly, Jerry looked pretty good out there. And uh, I was pleased with that because, uh, Tina and I got our, our pictures with Jerry, and it was pretty wow. awesome. We have them on our own. We have them up in our office. Wait, wait, and wait. It was where, did you, great. where did you get those pictures taken with Jerry? Holy cow. Maybe I got them at the training camp party at the Detroit Lands podcast training camp party. <laughs> and don't remember to like, subscribe, and share. <laughs> and, um, and, 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 and frankly, I, I, I don't want to take this to a base level or anything, but Aaron Rodgers is a pussy based bag of shit. My God. <laughs> I, I what, would hope. What do you that, really think about him? <laughs> I think I just said that, Ash. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely do. All right. Great men. Great everything. Um, and I love what you guys do. Thank you. Bye bye. Appreciate you, Jeff. Thanks, man. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> Oh, God, that was great. Yeah, Jerry, I, and if you haven't seen Jerry Jacobs' interview at the training camp party, I'm telling you, go back on our YouTube. It was in August. You will see. Um, it was fabulous. It was absolutely fabulous. 
um, caller, turn down your uh, your audio quick before I put you on. Um, it was it was incredible. He, he had a great interview. Dan Campbell or uh, Dan Miller was great as well. The interaction and what Jerry brought was was killer. It was it was an awesome uh, interview. Hey, caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink? And please turn your your, your audio down in the background. <laughs> Jerry, I'm not drinking, so I got to cut back my liver. Uh, let's go Lions. Three interceptions in a sack. Let's go. Oh. Let's get some more W's. That was beautiful. That oh, was beautiful, Jerry, wasn't it? <laughs> Jimmy. Jimmy. Oh, th- sorry. I thought you said Jerry. Jimmy, how about that? What At what point did you really, really feel the Lions had it uh, in hand? Uh, right after the third interception, it just looked like Aaron Rodgers about ready to start crying too. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we can beat their ass again at the late and uh, in Green Bay. Yeah, I think this might be the first time we play them at the end of the year when they're not pulling players to save for the playoffs. This is going to be beautiful. This is going to knock down drag out. I hope it's lots of snow, and I hope it's a snowball. <laughs> <laughs> Make it real fun. I think this is the thing, and I, I said it in the description. I wrote this last night. This game is the kind of game that if the Lions win could is really a backbreaker for a team like the Packers because he can do the R-E-L-A-X stuff and calm down. We got it. But not when you lose against the Lions, right? <laughs> not when you lose against the team that has the number one pick overall in the draft. They were stumbling, and they need, they came out, and this is a get-right game for a team like that, and they got all wrong. They got all yeah. wrong. Those they're they're now going to have a crisis of confidence amongst their fans. Like, is it time to move on from Aaron Rodgers? And half of them, you know, they're just going to say it's easy, move on, and and they're going to believe it because they've had Hall of Fame quarterback play for thirty years. They have no idea what it's like to have Joey Harrington slash Jordan Love throwing the ball for your team. Um, <laughs> so th- that's a whole pile of mess that they're going to have. And then the wide receivers. Dobbs, I mean, I mean, <laughs> Christian Watson, the drop machines together with with Jordan yep. Love, or even worse, somebody going to have they're going to have to draft somebody. They're in a bad way. This is a this could be the uh, the regression to the mean of the Green Bay Packers and thirty years of just crap that they deserve, the the suck that they deserve, and this may be for the Lions watching the Packers finally fall. And not be this great team. This may be the yin to the yang that the Lions need to watch them finally make their ascent. Um, I saw that um, Campbell and Jim Schwartz basically had the same record at this point. Jim Jim Schwartz brought this team to the playoffs. There's not. There's. I don't think there's anything in the way, particularly with the way the cap is set up. Oh, we got Jared. Uh, we got Jared Goff on the on the on the uh, the thing. Let's get him on real quick. Um, but, uh, you know, he's a, he's a tremendous teammate and a guy that uh, holds himself to the highest standard. Hey, Jimmy, I'm going to let you go, bro. Yeah, we, we needed it. You know, that's kind of been maybe the difference over the last handful of weeks is if we scored at some point and maybe we win those games previously and, um, we're able to put a drive together there, and uh, you know sometimes that happens. Sometimes we, we, I think we got a defensive holding penalty that kind of extended that that long drive there at the end, and that's that's how the game goes. And um, you know it happens on both sides, but that was a good. I think it was 15 play drive and finishing in a touchdown there to James. It's it's a difference in the game, and it's it's huge. We'll get to that, Jamison. I promise.
Uh, yeah, it's 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 exciting. Obviously, you know, like, yeah, I, I, it's fun. It's really it's really exciting, and uh, I think those two guys specifically have been so, so consistent through you know time, and have finally gotten their chance this week. And um, Shane's a guy that we've relied on for two years now at times, and then James kind of coming off his injury has kind of come into his own now. And so seeing them both through practice, the hand last handful of weeks, and then getting their chances today is, is exciting. Yeah, it's big. Yeah. Yeah, I think we kind of knew that that was the way the game was going to have to go today. Their their pass defense is top in the league, and, and their rush defense is towards the bottom. So uh, we were going to attack that and, and certainly lean on Jamal there, especially at the end when we had the, had the game in control a little bit. And, uh, you know, getting some of those chunk plays there in that last drive, being able to run the clock, being able to let the clock go all the way down and then snap it, uh, and then run it for another seven. You know, those, those plays can, you know, demoralize the defense and, and finish games. How about Jerry Jacobs giving the seatbelt gang speech to Aaron Rodgers between the at the end of the first half? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was, it's an uphill battle against these guys. Their, their defense is good, and um, – you know, I, I thought at times, you know, the, like we knew that was the way the game was going to have to go. And uh, I think what I'm most proud of is responding. You know, you, you're, you're not going to be perfect. You're going to throw a pick here and there. You're going to make a bad play. You're going to make a bad decision. Um, but, you know, knowing that our defense was playing the way they are, how do we, you know, put one drive together and make a couple throws there for those guys? And uh, it was, it was a good, good way to finish that drive. Uh, um they're just consistent they're they're very consistent they're very uh very conscientious about you know where they're supposed to be and um understanding the understanding the play and understanding you know everything and it's it's uh it's really good man it's 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 a lot of fun to play with those guys Yeah, it's big. Certainly big. Any win can can boost our confidence. And sure, this week was was tough, you know. And it was uh, coming off of a game where we again we had it in hand and we let it slip away. And and you know it's always hard going back on Wednesday after those games. But um, again, I, I, it's just I'm so proud of these guys, man. It's it's so hard, and you guys don't make it any easier. Easier certainly, <laughs> um, but it's it's so hard to to con- continue to do that. And we just do, we just do. I, I, we'll we'll never lay down. And and I know there's teams across this league that will, and we're not one of them. Sure, I think it's impossible for them, you know, and and it's impossible for a lot of us. It's 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 on our phones, you know. We're on our phones, and um, it's just how do you handle it? Not let your guys' uh, opinions matter, you know, as as much as you guys think they do. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Goff, I love him. That was the best. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, any other time, I think you're kind of holding your <laughs> holding your breath a little bit. But our defense was playing so well, we came off going, "All right, like, you know, they've got they they can they've been doing this the whole game. You know, just do it one more time." And sure, he had the nice play on the fourth down down the field, um, and then you're kind of going, "All right, like, how different know, is that?" Andy, and sure enough, they make their plays, and uh, I, I think they had their best game of the year, obviously, and um, something that yeah. I know they'll build off of. And it's it's fun to be able to sit on the sidelines and watch that happen. That's it's really fun. 
Yeah. 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 Same kind of thing I was talking about. He's just consistent, and he's where he's supposed to be, and he does it over and over again. And you know, is he the fastest guy in the world? No, but he's he's a good route runner, and he's got good hands, and he's got good feel, and and guys like that, you can make it work. And he's a good player, man. I, I, I don't know if um, who I would compare him to, who I've played with in the past, but he's he's kind of just good at everything, and and you know, he's still learning. He's a rookie, but. Um, a guy that we trust and, and trust his hands, certainly, but trust him to be in the right spot. No. Not really. Uh, those guys, like I said, those guys just fight, man. They come back every week and fight and, and do a great job. All right, guys. Awesome. Jared Goff with two wins today. That one about the media not being as important as they think they yep. are was yep. That was a huge dunk, man. That's awesome. Yep. The smile on his face when he said that, man. Just like, yup, 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 yup. And it's so true because it really is about how much they think they are. <laughs> All right. That's that with the um, with the uh, podium. We're going to leave the podium B for the day now. We're going to shut that down. So give us a call, 248-782-8384, 248-782-8384. Or you can hit us up at uh, via, what's that thing called? Oh, Skype. Detroit Lions Podcast is all one word. Detroit Lions Podcast. You can get your call on and we'll put you on the air. Um, but, yeah, a lot of talk in the uh, in the in the chat yeah, about Aaron a being a cult. <laughs> it's my favorite. But go ahead. Why don't you take one and, uh, and run with it, Aaron? Okay, uh, I'll go with the first one. Uh, According to Fox's wonderful truck crew today, there were about 17 delay of game penalties, and uh, I just want to get this out there. Um, There was, according to a person who was actually in the stadium who is in our Slack chat, we were like, hey, man, what's going on here? Uh, There was one that was even close. It was third and 17, and that one was, I'm telling you, it was, it was, it was. But the other ones, no. <laughs> yeah. All right. Like Color. the box clock was just wrong today. Yep. Like they were just whoever's job that was uh, didn't do it today. That's yeah. that's why everybody thinks that there were like twenty delay of games that they missed. Yep. There's a ref whose only job pre snap is to stare at the clock until it hits zero and then look at the ball to see if it's moving. So the delay between hit hitting zero and the flag going is literally the amount of time it takes you to like look up like this, look down like that. That's it. Just that little, that's all. All right. Hey, caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink so far? Hey, caller. Hey, this is Billy. Um, Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can. How you doing, Billy? Good, good. Yeah. Um, Haven't had any yet today, but probably going to have a couple for the the night game tonight. Um, (laughs) Yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, Chris and Ash, I just want to say thanks for uh, having the weekly therapy session for for us fans. uh, not so much today, but um, yeah, I uh, just wanted to uh, point out a couple couple things late in the game. Um, who was that? C.J. Moore, who had that uh, pass breakup, I think it was third and ten on uh, the Packers' last drive, and he, he hit the little seatbelt move at the end there. Yeah. Awesome. Just awesome. <laughs> Love that. Um, the... Uh, the, the call on fourth down to go for it, um, kind of questionable, but um, I guess when you win, it, it's it's easy to 
kind of forget about that, but um, still a little iffy on that one. Um, yeah, yeah, great, great to see a win there. Love, love seeing Rogers crying on the sideline, and um, <laughs> yeah, just, just, just great to take one from the Packers. Love it. Glad to see the win. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'll leave it at that. I appreciate what you guys do. Um, yeah, have a great week, guys. Thank you, Billy. Appreciate that, man. I, I don't disagree with anything, anything that you said. Um, Particularly not the part about how awesome we are. <laughs> You're not supposed to highlight that part. You just say let it, let people go with it. That's no, all. no, let's go. All right, we got another caller. Hey, caller, what's your name and uh, how much have you had to drink? Jamie. Yeah, and I owe you. I owe you a message. I, I got you, bro. I, trust me. I see you there. I'm just trying to get to it. St. <laughs> Jude pies in the face coming up. Yep, I, I I will get that site set up tonight or tomorrow. I will do it. Oh, Cooper Cup with a huge reception for the Rams. Uh, sorry. Yeah, I will get that set up tonight or tomorrow so that we can start doing the, the the pies in the face piece because I think that's that's crucial. It's really the crucial catch in your face is really the, the important thing that we're after here, right? <laughs> well, shoes on the other foot, eh? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, nobody can hear him, Chris. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Okay, so yes. Sorry, oh, sorry, I got you back, and no one else All could right. hear you. That was my fault. Um, so Jamie was asking about oh, okay. the, the the pies in the face for St. Jude, and his kids get to finally or just chomp at the bit to be able to smash his face in with some pies, and uh, we're gonna get that site up and running here in the next day or two, so that folks can uh, get their shot at uh, the pies in the face to help raise money for St. Jude. So. And this year, I will be matching all of our viewers pie for pie. <laughs> Ash's pie run. Ash, <laughs> Bring Ash, it. I actually, Give me 60. I, Let's do this. Ash, Ash I, I think I owe you 10 from last year. <laughs> I think of, when we were putting on all the sweaters and everything last year, I think I said if you did, if you got the tattoo, I would take 10 to the face for you. Well, by no, waiting. I didn't get the tattoo. So wait, wait. I, I didn't do it at the draft party. So I'm going to let this one slide. Just add those 10 to what you were going to do this year. And then I can add 10. <laughs> so we're already at 20. Yeah, he, he's already got a match. <laughs> this has worked out great. <laughs> awesome. I, I only have one question from, from the game that I want to hear you guys' thoughts on. Was this our defense stepping up or was this the Packers losing basically a fifth of their team to injury during the course of the game? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so i think we agree <laughs> both of those were i think equally important yeah and i don't like want to and because they're both important i don't want to undercut either one but that yeah. defense definitely stood up jerry made a huge difference out there i mean you saw you saw it as you talked about with the the seatbelt gang as they as they as they walked you know uh god who was it, it wasn't jerry that did it why am i losing it dj moore i think yeah. it is Thank you. I think more did it yeah. in the end zone. Yes. And, uh, that, and that, that was cool to see. That was cool to see that more than just him is picking up on it and running with it. And I'll tell you, if you watch the game, you'll see Jerry out there, not just not just playing. And this is something I, that, that you know, of course I watch Jerry, right? He's, he's no guy. Yeah. But um, he's out there. There's a point when he's fixing <laughs> Anzalone's 
shoulder pad, his jersey's caught up. He's fixing that. He's out there. He was so tuned in, not just to him himself and the players he's playing against, to the entire defense that he's working and talking and doing. He was there in his entirety. He was present in that game. And it was really something to see just the awareness he had across the field, not just in his play, not lost coming back, not overwhelmed. And as much as I wanted to see him a month ago, I think there's a lot to the fact that he got to rest up and be entirely healthy and interact with the team. CJ Moore doing the seatbelt gang. You know, he's been interacting. You know, he's been ramping those guys up in the, in the, in the locker room. And um, I just think what you're getting from this guy is a heck of a lot more than a good corner. Well, Great corner. Potentially, we'll see more games. <laughs> Go ahead, bro. Do you think going going into next year that he's going to be a uh, starter opposite of Akuda? Yeah, that's where I think he lands. I hope so. I was I was thinking that or nickel. If we pick somebody up in free agency or something like that, and then put him in nickel. I and and, and Ash, correct me. I think it's going to be easier to pick up somebody new to play nickel corner than it is to play outside corner. Uh, in free agency or or elsewhere, cheaper. Yeah, for sure. Like they they, they don't get paid as much. Yeah. That's that's the thing, and it is a it's a less less premium skill set. Like you can't buy a number one corner in free agency. They just don't get there. So even if you're paying for a well, number you know, one corner, you're getting a number three corner most of the time. The only reason why I thought Jacobs would be good at the nickels because he's so freaking yoked up, and they like yep. to put that pressure from the box with their corner position. Having him as like a sub linebacker type rushing corner type person, he would be able to work in the box and hold the run game down a little bit better than some of you know somebody that's a little more slight in size. That was the only thought behind having him as the starting nickel next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, he could. Yeah, like he he lays the wood. But I mean, we need our outside corners to do that too. Like yeah. if 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 you just look at Jerry and think like eighty percent Okuda. Is that a bad place to be for your other, your other side corner? Like, I'll take eight tackles a game instead of 12 right. cool and, with that. And the fucking, excuse me, the hits that the two of them put on. Oh, oh my God. Can you imagine two two beast mode beat down corners? <laughs> I mean. They put Walker back there again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Walker. Yeah. You got a ball hawk in Kirby. You got a, a just a man annihilator in, in Tracy Walker. No one's going to want to go. No one's going to want to catch a ball. Right? No one's going to catch the ball because they're going to be terrified sure. of what's coming next. Woo! Love it. Love For it. sure. Well, guys, I'll let you get back to it. I just want to put my name out there so you guys, uh, so somebody doesn't forget about me again this week and get the ball rolling. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, Jamie. Thank you. <laughs> all right. See you, man. <laughs> all right. Oop, I just missed the other call. Um, all right. At 2487. Here we go. Man, just roll, roll, roll. Hey, caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink so far? Uh, Don. Uh, don't really drink, but <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's good for you. It's a uh, it's a admirable position to have. What's your Definitely. name? Definitely. Uh, I just wanted to call in to see how you guys felt about that forced down call by Campbell. Personally, I felt like he like did a lot better job with that. Like in Minnesota, come kind of the same situation, kick the field goal, we can't lose ball. Here, I think just the, the play call wasn't great, but we'll just want to guess thoughts work on that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I have no problem with um, 
with going for it on fourth down. I thought the I actually thought the third down play call was worse than the fourth down play call, to yep. be honest with you. Uh I don't mind going for it on fourth, but that was just a, a real a real mess out there. They they didn't execute. And you know, it's it's it seems like that with the Lions. It's a consistent kind of somebody somewhere isn't executing, whether it's a coach or a player or something, and that's what is is tripping them up. I'll have to say though, if I look at Dan Campbell's first three games versus the last two games, he's definitely progressed. He's definitely grown. And, yeah. and and whether it's putting people in to help him see things that he wasn't seeing, whatever it is, I'm seeing a growth in him. And we knew we had a rookie head coach. All I want to see, I want to see progression. I, with the young players, I, I want to see him progress. I want to see him getting better. I want to see uh, you know, some indication of what this group is going to be and what this core is going to be and what the potential is. That's that's really what I'm looking for in, in the team. Um, even like when I start looking at what it could be, you know, here's their plan. Can they get there? Okay, cool. That's that's what I care about. Today, I'm not as worried about. It's it's year two. We knew they weren't going to be a great team this year. But what are we seeing as far as the consolidation of the team, the coaching, the quality, the improvement, and the trajectory? Because what is it, six, five picks in the first two rounds next year? Something like yep. that? I think so. Well, yes. that might be less now with them going down but yeah 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 but i mean the rams are doing everything they can to help us uh get a, a better pick and even if even if we wind up picking eighth overall right the rams pick looks like it might be right around there as well we're gonna get great players we're in the first two rounds you should yep. and, and i don't want to hear about the this, this second round curse I, I i know that they haven't done well historically i get that but josh pascal's showing that that up but you yeah. should have starters with all of those picks all those picks in the and first Brad two Holmes days. Is, yep. you know, yep. Everybody is. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and if you get five players that are all starters, I mean, that's half of the, of one side of the ball that you have started. Now they're all rookies. They're going to make rookie mistakes, but to put that number of starters on the field on this team and have the guys like JMO coming back from uh, injury and, and having the other thing. I mean, it looks good for next season, right? I mean, you, you look like you're in pretty decent shape. Even if golf is here, is he here? I don't know yet. I, I, I mean, th- today was a tough day for golf, even in the wind. Um, I think yep. I'm, I'm, you know, my wind is blowing. Golf isn't the guy I'm, I'm getting a sense that maybe he's not. We'll see. We'll see how that plays out. But even with golf, I mean, he's run a hell of an offense and with them kind of, um, tools out there, healthy, and uh, you suddenly you know build up the defense and give him support on the defensive side of the ball, you might be able to win some games. I mean, we won with 15 points today. There's nothing wrong winning with 15 points. That's a defense that came in and, you know, Aaron Rodgers' mistakes, but he doesn't make mistakes just solely on his own. The defense helped force no. those mistakes. And, and, and frankly, I think we had a really good showing by a defense that everybody wrote off already this year. So I probably gave you a lot more than you asked for a caller. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. And, and kind of just go with the golf thing. I think that, that 30 got 30 million, you know, whatever it ends up being price tag really makes that decision kind of more business than anything, yeah. to be honest. But uh, thanks so much. And you guys have a great day. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thank you. Appreciate you calling in All right. on that. It's only if you got something else to spend it on and there's a QB there in the first round, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that's, Depending on where we do end up drafting, like if if we're eighth and three go in the top five, um, no, right, right, f no. You got to remember, you've got to get a quarterback that's better than the one you've got now. Just yeah. replacing him to replace him is not the move. We've had we we did a lot of John Harrington years. Uh, hey, caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink? Uh, Chris. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was Brandon down here on Down Under. Brandon. All right. Now, I just want to clear up because I know Brandon hasn't been drinking. And we had a couple people. This is not like a, you know, a beat your chest kind of a question, right? This just helps us level set who we're talking to and, and, and what we're talking yeah. about, right? This is so when we ask how much someone's had to drink, it's 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 really about establishing the level of conversation yep. we're about to have. So Brandon, <laughs> how you doing, brother? <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, let me tell you something. If I was in one of those skyrockets, I'd be looking at the moon face first. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I tell you what, I do not have a very good connection. So I'm just going to have to run through a couple of things and ask you guys a couple of questions to go off on. Uh, if you can hear me okay. Uh, oh, yeah. I got like an internet sound that's kind of crazy i don't know what it is but uh uh first of all i just wanted to open up and say we can and we will it only took eight games but we finally did it (laughs) we will eventually eventually was the word he left out of there (laughs) yeah yeah there you go listen uh this reminds me of the year of 2010 yeah and i know i know stafford was out in the first game and he was the main cog that we missed all year went through four quarterbacks but at this time, at that year, we were two and eight. And then we didn't get our second win until this time of the year. So what was going on? Fans were going on the same way as they are nowadays. Oh, we got to get rid of Schwartz. Oh, we got to get rid of this guy. Oh, this guy's a bum. So on and so forth. We only had one guy that was producing, really, and that was Sue. And, uh, well, unfortunately, Hutch has not been that good, but he has been also doing his best with what he has next to him. But I will say this. Later on, they started getting better. They got more uh, – their rookies starting to play. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, they ripped off four wins at the end of the season, and that's not for another month. So let's and, see what happens. We got the Bears next week. Uh, Brandon, how, and, much, and how, so much crying, and and I, how much crying about draft picks was there? Go ahead. How much try, crying about draft picks were there at the oh. end of 2010? I just want to get the prelude here. Oh, man. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I mean, buckets and buckets of tears, man. It was just going on and on and on and so on and so forth. Same old arguments, same second-round picks. Oh, my goodness. We got uh, Forget this, man. Here we go again and so on and so forth. Uh, I, I will say this. I, I slightly disagree dealing with the idea of getting a, a cornerback over a nickelback because I think Jerry Jacobs can play nickel. He is that muscle guy down the middle. And I I read a description of this kind of offense, uh, defense that they are playing. And they said a nickel is a such and such a kind of guy that's a very physical man up guy. And I I brought that to Jeff Risman's attention. He said Jerry Jacobs is that guy. So we get ourselves another cornerback in the draft. We'll have two young guys back there on rookie deals. Then we'll have Jerry Jacobs on a rookie deal, and then we will build around them. And then uh, I don't know, uh, that lends to this question. If we are not picking in the top five, then do you guys think we should go defense with both picks, this one and the Rams? Or should we combine and try and get at least Stroud? Because, uh, frankly, I'm not a believer in Bryce Young. I'm like Risden. I think he's too small. Yeah. I think the NFL will beat him up. But uh, anyway, that's just some of the things I got, guys. Uh, home, 
man, you can tell he's going for a long game, and I think he's winning it. Let's see if he can put it and get it ourselves in the, in the game. Talk to you guys later, man. It's great. Love Take it, care. Man. Thank Bye-bye. you, brother. All right. There you go. These ones are so much more fun, man. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon brings a good take. I, I, I like the idea yep. of the 2010 Lions piece. Um, I also like the idea of, look, if we don't pick in the top five going all defense, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I really don't. No. Because at that point, you're you're not going to get a, a different making quarterback. And frankly, if, you, if you're looking for him at that point, you want to do free agency. You want to find a way to do a trade to get the guy you want. Yeah. Like the QBs outside the top five that succeed are the ones that go to teams that are good. And like, despite today's brilliant, spectacular performance uh, by, by our team that had no holes in it, that we were perfectly happy with every aspect of, of course, um, like this is still not a great team. You know what I mean? Like this isn't like, uh, the trajectory is right, but we're not, yeah. we're not, <laughs> we're not, terminal it's not velocity. a guy walking into a playoff team. You know what I mean? Like that's not where we're at yet. So, so as far as taking like a QB in the second half of the, of the first round or even outside the top 10, let's say, uh, how about no? Yeah. Hey caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink? Hi, my name's um, Mark. I am a first time caller and first time listener of your podcast. I haven't had anything to drink, sadly. It's okay. Um, Welcome, Mark. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Thank you for listening. Yes. Yeah. Um, I was just wondering about the Green Bay's, um, they've been holding the ball, like, delay a game. There should have been, like, at least 10 to 15 delay a game penalties for them. This And is, I don't know why. This is a great point. And this is something that I think, I think, so, based on the information that everyone watching this this game had on TV, you're 100% yep. right. You're, you are 110% right. You're not wrong at all. But, and this is something that frustrates the snot out of me. Um, yep. Fox in, in particular is absolutely ass of syncing their, their countdown with the actual play clock in the game. And we had somebody in the Slack chat who was at the game and watching the clock for yep. us. And they were like, no, no, not, no, they weren't, they weren't delaying games. They weren't at all. Uh, so the team, even one. The, there was one, there was one and it was a third and 17 yep. and they shouldn't have had that drive yeah. at all. But, um, re- and, and that's me just being adamant because I counted like 49 seconds after it hit zero. It had to be a delay game. I mean, I wasn't at the game to see it, but it was long enough that that, that kind of differential would be criminal from Fox to be that far. Yeah. Off. So, so th- th- what yeah, we saw crazy. was wrong, but, it, but you're, what we saw, if we were, if it was right, we, you're absolutely right. We'd be pounding the table over that. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, it was like several instances in which it was, yep. you could watch from their plays yep. that it's two, three seconds after when the clock hit zero. Yep. And yeah, and they should have counted that. The most frustrating part. The most frustrating part. You watch the Olympics, for example, or skiing. Right? They get you to the hundredth of the second. Yeah, you get the right timing right away. Why is it that the NFL and this this is this is me putting on my tinfoil conspiracy hat? The whole thing. Why is it the NFL takes (laughs) something as objective as time? and makes it subjective. Oh, well, he watches the clock and then he looks down to see if it's moving. So he could be off by a partial second on the, on the play. It's like, okay, then why can't you at least make yeah. the thing on TV that everyone's watching right 
Why can it's you know, easy to sync that? It's easy yeah. to sync that. Why is it not synced and not correct? It's terrible. Or and follow me on this one. Um, the NBA has a shot <laughs> clock where there is a buzzer that literally goes off if you don't get it done in time. How hard? Yeah, would it's that in be like tenths of a second. Mm-hmm. It's in tenths mm-hmm. of a second, mm-hmm. and it's just like, oh, we could just um, it's fine, you know, we could just keep playing, you know, it's zero. Is my, anybody watching? No. My tinfoil hat says because <laughs> they, there's everything they need to make that right. There's everything they need to make the spot of the yeah. football right. When we interviewed Zebra Technologies at Senior Bowl last year, uh, they talked about how closely they can monitor the ball. The NFL is citing tradition as the reason that they didn't want to laser spot the ball like that. But I just the more and more you let the whole kind of sports betting piece into it. And the, the more yeah. you let these objective things become subjective, the more it casts doubt on the transparency of the sport. And I think I'm not saying that it's rigged. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm saying they have the prime no, opportunity no, no. and all the technology to make it so we can be sure that it's not. And the fact that they're not doing that just raises the flag of question. Right. And, and, and yeah, I'm a kind of guy that always I'm, I'm, I'm skeptical. I'm a, I'm a, a natural skeptic. And when they could fix it and make it a clear, you know, fix and they don't, they want the controversy. They want the press yeah. that it generates or something else more sinister, but they want it. It's not because they can stop it. If it may, if it mattered to them and it doesn't matter. to them. Yeah. Because reason. it's like, you know, for the, you know, they just want something mm-hmm. out of mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Give them something to talk about. Because mm-hmm. the game isn't exciting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Sometimes man. The game awesome. was hilarious, especially when they threw it over the end zone. When they threw it over the end zone and it was interception. And I thought the first one it was hilarious right at the end zone. But when they did it for a second time, it was even more hilarious. Yeah. So <laughs> it was a really fun game. Yeah. And yeah. So it's nice talking to you guys. Thanks. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate you calling, man. Thanks for giving us a shot, listening, and uh, and yep. giving a call. All right. I'll talk to you, man. All right, another call. Good stuff. Callers are just are just bouncing the lines hard right now. We'll get to each of you. Uh, we're gonna yell back at uh, Jameson Hennessy. Thank you, brother, for the sweet super chat earlier. That was was really kind of you. And uh, you're always you're you're a guy, man. We love you. All right. Hey, caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink? Hello, caller. Okay. Sleepy caller. We're picking another one. Hey, caller. What's your name? How much have you had to drink? Chris, you sexy queen. How you doing, man? This oh. is Chuck. Oh. Chuck oh. <laughs> I threw an ass. <laughs> I miss you guys, man. You look you look fucking beautiful after a win. And, uh, you know, hey, you look, riding this way. You look beautiful all the time. I haven't had anything to drink Norton. Aaron Rodgers tears right now, and uh, I'm gonna put the whatever I have left over on eBay. Probably get some money from Detroit. <laughs> yes, sir. How are, you, how are you guys doing, man? Doing now that good? you're here, everything's grand, brother. It's wonderful. I'm shit out of you, man. I miss the shit out of you. <laughs> you too. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not gonna give you a hard time when we lose, but we're gonna have some good old rational conversation. <laughs> oh, Lord almighty. Feeling good, man. Feeling good. So, hey, um, I wanted to call in uh, and uh, a couple different things that crossed my mind during the game today. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys have touched on these a lot um, to some extent. Um, but the uh, 
as far as like Campbell's progression as a coach, um, I, I like paying attention to some of the subliminal shit that's gone wrong in the past. Yeah. <laughs> Challenging, right? Yeah. He yeah. got the message to throw that vital challenge in a couple seconds. Yeah. He had that challenge flag out, and that was so pivotal in the game. You know, and that was that was something that's strong. You know, um, what game was that? Was it was it Cowboys? Minnesota? Or something where he didn't have communication and yeah. down or something. But, you, um, but you're, you're but, so right. And, and and the thing is, just sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but I, I do want to jump in because this okay. the challenge there <laughs> was was one of the things where. You got Dan Campbell who, okay, we have a known gap or a known place where they're a little slow and, 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 and not quite getting it out. And then you're also playing a team in, in, in a quarterback and Aaron Rodgers that will get that team to the, and they know the situation. They will get the team to the line and fire exactly. off the next play before you have a chance to even think about it. And we watched a exactly. kind of bumbly, stumbly Dan Campbell from before who, I don't know whether to do it to beat one of the best it's stopping you from getting your challenge in. That's huge. That's a huge difference in 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 capability and a huge growth on the part of Dan Campbell. That uh, growth on Dan Campbell. Oh no, good at excise. But it's, it's a huge part. Huge growth from him. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, and and the other thing, you know, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't take the bait with uh, some of the um, like the clickbait um, on a, on another note with like. Uh, uh, AP's firing and stuff. Um, you know, I'm of the opinion that, um, you know, uh, when Campbell fired, uh, Anthony Lynn last year, um, you know, he let him stay on the staff, you know, that was amicable and stuff. I think that there was a little bit of going rogue involved. There's definitely things that we just don't know about that situation, but I can tell you this, the secondary, okay. Communication when it comes to like challenge flags, which was a problem in the past, Communication in the secondary today. Now, I'm not impressed by Green Bay's wide receivers. I don't think we should put, you know, the cart in front of the horse with our mm-hmm. defensive mm-hmm. performance today against them. But at the same time, it was impressive. And we had very few, if any, you know, no huge communication breakdowns in the secondary that have cost us dearly all year. And so whatever is being emphasized, um, you know, through this process of, you know, uh, you know, firing AP, um, I like the dude personally, but, um, you know, I, I just think, uh, you know, Hey man, we're grinding, you know, this is, I'll this tell is you. year two, These, you know, our, our coaches are young and yep. I just, I like to see improvement and, uh, and, um, yeah, man, I, I was kind of digging today. That, that, that communication, the secondary piece, I think you're, you, you nailed it. And again, um, I was talking about, Jerry out there fixing Ancelone's uh, jersey on the on the shoulder pad. He was up there, um, yeah. and I don't remember where it was. He was yelling at the safeties and doing a little quarterbacking on the defense from the corner position. He was on the uh, from the camera view. He was on the left side. He was on the top of the field. Um, but he was out there. He was tuned in, man. And I know he's not the green dot guy, but he was tuned in and communicating out there. there again, I think about the amount of time that he had – where he was probably healed enough to play, but didn't play and working with the guys and talking with the guys. I think there's something that's kind of under the, under the surface started forming here. And I think it's going to start showing up. We'll see. We'll see how it goes at the, as the season goes on, but you are absolutely right. The communication of those guys in the secondary Kirby goes out, right? Okuda goes out. 
We didn't give up any other year. Any other year, Rodgers would have dropped an 80-yard pass instantly on whoever went out, right? On Ify Melifonwa. He would have dropped it on Ify Melifonwa. Yeah, yeah. And and, and nothing, (laughs) nothing. I mean, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. This is – and again, look, Watson and Dubs and and, and Lazard are not like the wide receivers that are going to – fly off the shelves, the local wide receiver market, but they're NFL receivers playing with Aaron Rodgers delivering the ball. No better first game back for this group or first game for Jerry and kind of to reset this defense after Aubrey Pleasant, who also is an awesome dude um, after he's gone and, and to get their, their kind of feet under him. It's, this was kind of a, a real perfect situation for them to sink or swim, show what they have and really show up. This is a huge confidence builder for them. And, I haven't said much about Aubrey yep. Pleasant just because I met his dad at the uh, at training camp, and his dad was such a cool dude, such a, a class Wait. cat. I, I'm sad that he's not here and that it didn't work out. I wish him the very, very best. But it is what it is, I guess. Yeah, I think he's going to land on his feet. Yeah. So, um, all things said, yeah. But who knows what happened behind there, um, behind closed doors? Yeah. And I think fans are like, you know, quick to say it did look like I can. I understand the. Uh, aesthetics of it where it's like oh dan campbell's trying to save his job and he needs a scapegoat but you know honestly i feel like i'm pretty good judge of people i don't know dan campbell but the one thing about him that i can say is that he's authentic you can like it or or not like him Mm -hmm. but he's not gonna just um i don't know i don't think he's gonna fire somebody that means a lot to his dc um and and other people on the team just to save his own ass I think he's a guy that will go down with the ship. Yep. And there was something yep. that you know probably went down there, in my opinion. Um, but who knows, man? I just dug the communication. The, the most impressive part of the secondary for me was the fact that we had those injuries. And I'm like, how how so Detroit yeah. for Akuda and Kirby Joseph to knock themselves out of the game <laughs> as, as Rodgers is storming down the field and we've got a lead at home. I'm like, oh, my God, this couldn't be any worse. But the this, most impressive thing was that when Jay Moore got off the bench and he plugged and played and he read that play perfectly, and these are guys that C.J. Moore just came into the fold, you know, like yeah. uh, back into the fold. And, I mean, that communication, not just on our, our first stringers, it just seemed everything – was more fluid today and everybody was on the same page more. And that's all, that's pretty sweet, man. Yeah. Um, sorry to monopolize you. Um, I appreciate the hell out of both of you guys. Well, thank you, brother. Appreciate the call. Love, love the love. <laughs> and we'll talk to you again soon. All right. You gotta love the love. <laughs> all right. I also love you too, buddy. All right. We'll see you. Kisses, man. <laughs> all Great right. call. Here we go. All right. Let's get another one in here. Uh, let's see. Um, Really quick, just I want to hit the, before we get to the call. I want to hit the the chat real quick. Lions are now six and five in their last eleven against Green Bay. That's not bad. That's not bad. Uh, also, Andrew is an injury update on Kirby following the biggest game so far: ten tackles, two interceptions. Yeah, he they said he is in concussion protocol. As crappy as yep. that is, he is in the concussion protocol. And then we'll get the caller here, but really quick, don't forget to like. While you're watching, just hit the like button. We appreciate when you do that. That means a lot. Helps people find it. And also, if you subscribe, you can see all this content, including the TJ Hawkinson Insider content I put out earlier this week. And Mm -hmm. it sounds like some other confirmation pieces are coming out. Oh, my God. Chris, you did have a good source. Oh, my, my. Hey, caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink? (laughs) 
Hi guys, uh, my name is uh, Ivars, um, and um, my question to you guys is: uh, How about a shout out to the GM? I mean, we had uh-huh. excellent, excellent, excellent performance by our rookies, and the guy responsible for the rookies is the GM. Mm-hmm. How about a comment on that? I've been rambling a lot, so I'm going to hand the mic to Ash. Just so okay. it feels like it was worthwhile well, showing up today. <laughs> I, I get to talk now. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, honestly, if you look at what has happened with the players that he drafted, like other than getting derailed by injuries, have any of the high picks really failed? And like, granted, he's taken a couple high risk guys in that space. And predictably, when you do that, some of them drop off. But the guys who get on the field, like this defense has completely changed since Pascal came on. And I kept hearing from the beat writers who were there talking about how he was going to come in and revolutionize the three technique spot. And I was like, Mm -hmm. the guy weighs 270 pounds, man. Like, Mm -hmm. what, what are you talking about? Like, this is an edge rusher who put up an elite relative athletic score. Like he's in the 9.6, 9.7 range. Really quick, Ash, what was it that Goff said about the beat writers today? Um, I believe it was. I'm just going to paraphrase a little bit here, but y'all's opinion don't matter, STFU. <laughs> as much as you think it does. Okay, go ahead. I yeah. just want to get that in there. It was a good point. For it. Go ahead. But yeah, like just look at how many guys have come on. You know what I mean? Like everyone was so mad after the draft that we didn't take a wide receiver in the first couple rounds last year. And then Amon Ross St. Brown comes on. And what was it? Was it 10 straight games, including this season with eight or more catches? before he he missed a game with injury. Like, granted, maybe you shouldn't use a guy that much, and that might kind of be Mike got hurt, but just the fact that he was capable of that performance after being drafted in the fourth round is insane. Uh, Then this year, we got Rodrigo. You know what I mean? Barnes popped up today, and I mean, when he was drafted, we knew he was going to take a bit because that's not a guy who had been playing linebacker since he was 15. You know what I mean? Like, he just switched that year. So it was going to take a while for him to get going, but Rodrigo goes down in the first quarter, and we're all thinking, oh, no, that's like our only good player. (laughs) And then Barnes comes in, causes an interception with his face, gets a sack, blows up a bunch of run plays, like just exactly what you want to see from that player when he gets his shot, you know? And, And like it just, like have some faith, man, you know? Like a couple weeks ago, all of us, myself included, were kind of in a place where we were all kind of thinking, Oh no, I'm seeing the signs of it, man. I've seen this game a bunch of times. I've seen this play out the a certain way. And like I think we all need to just get off it on this one because these guys are doing things the right way to eventually be successful in Detroit. They're not trying to buy wins mm-hmm. early. Like that's and, that's what tanked and- Martin Mayhew. He he couldn't build through the draft, so he had to bring in like as much as I love Glover Quinn. Maybe if you drafted more than one safety in your entire tenure as a GM, you don't have to sign that guy. You know what I mean? Like Quinn ended up working out. But how many guys didn't were signed on that same level, just coming in and they were kind of starters elsewhere? You know what I mean? Like this guy is trying to build this the way you have to win as the Detroit Lions right now with our decades of negative thoughts that we've put into these players' heads about coming to Detroit. You know what I mean? Like the, the guys you get to come here in free agency until we start winning are the guys you don't want to have. If that makes sense. Like they're just coming for a check. Yeah, it absolutely makes sense. And I think that, um, the, the thing is that, uh, the guys that, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were saying that 
the GM can't draft. Well, he's drafting well because because the uh, we don't want to win this year. I mean, that's why they got five and six year contracts. Yeah, I don't. I don't we think don't it's that they need don't to win this year. Yeah, I don't think it's that they don't want to win. I think that they no, are. That. They're going to play their best, both. and they want to get the best out of these players to both build the culture in the in the locker room because that's a long term thing, and then also truly evaluate the talent, see who they have, and and see what difference they make on the field. I'm gonna I'm gonna pound on Jerry. You guys know being friends with Jerry. Seatbeltgang.com. Get on the on the crew. That whole thing. Um, but Jerry was a difference maker out there. He's it's not just his grit. It's not just his attitude. It was the whole package that Jerry brought out there today. And he he changed the defense where he impacted it. And he lifted the rest of the players on the field. Anyone that was around him felt the lift that Jerry brought out there. I just I, that kind of thing. And they, they didn't think they were going to get the wins this year. But I think they know that they are going to uh see who they have, what they have, and continue to evaluate. And you're right on on, on uh, Brad Holmes on getting the talent. And we're seeing the coaches develop the talent and grow these guys. And we're seeing uh, Brad Holmes bring in talent that is developable and players that have the athletic skills to play those roles. And I think that combination of items can only lead it, lead the team to success eventually. Um, it was it, it was a shite show with what that roster looked like when when Bob Quinn left, and there is no way it's a one or two year turn. I know, I know Ash's big thing, and I, and I didn't disagree with it. And I don't know that I disagree with it now, but it takes two years. After two years, you know if your rebuild's gonna be is gonna work or not. And I, it, I think I, I I agree, but I think you, how you evaluate whether it's going to work or not has changed for me from when he originally said that. And I nodded vociferously to now, because I think my evaluation criteria has probably changed on what a working rebuild is going to be. And I don't think those wins are necessarily as big a part of it now as I think they were previously. Does that make sense? Ash to you? It does make sense, but I, I just disagree, That's which is fine. Bad. Like it, this is entirely an opinion based discussion. There's yeah. no, empirical evidence for us to draw on you know what i mean but i i still think you don't get to five wins you didn't do anything this year in that regard as far as rebuilding goes like you lost as much as you gained basically because that's just you pulled out a couple games you didn't pull out last year yeah in in my opinion you know like it's all of the games have been close all of the games are always going to be close except for the the one or two a year that Mm -hmm. are disgusting blowouts where somebody just didn't show up that day for whatever reason. You know what I mean? And it's uh, if you, if you don't start closing those out like they did today, because yes, the Packers lost a bunch of guys to injuries, but how many games have we done that? And people were still calling for Dan Campbell's head when we lost those games. Like you can't talk out both sides of your face on that one. If we should have still won games, despite losing our entire secondary they should have still beat us today despite losing half of their wide receivers and a bunch of other guys. You know what I mean? I think there's just a historical perspective to it too. I mean, when you have a roster that's proven itself, we haven't had a roster that's proven itself in four years. And, and four years ago, it's got, it it definitely got worse from where it was when it four years ago. Yeah. Um, So more to see, more to see. Uh, So is it guys, one one last thing. Um, I wanted to ask you guys uh, about uh, the TJ Hawkinson trade and uh, your thoughts on whether or not 
it would have been better to keep him and get the third round compensatory pick or moving up the whatever 40 or 50 spots that we did in the draft because that's what we basically did we moved up 40 or 50 spots in both drafts maybe you don't want to answer this now and maybe in a subsequent podcast but what do you think let me let me and and it's Evars. You already right? did a whole video on this one. Chris. I know yes. that. I want to Evars. I'm going to let you go while we explain this. All right. All right. I'm going to hang up. All right. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you calling in. Appreciate. All right. Otherwise, I'm, gonna... I'm just going to talk over him anyway. So that's probably a good idea. <laughs> so let me let me just because there's there's people that didn't see it and they really should be looking at the videos. They should be in the Slack really because yeah, the Slack is where all the 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 smart takes and dust comes. Like the video's free. Yeah. Like you got to pay to talk to me in the Slack. Like don't don't. <laughs> Unless you got five bucks, go away. <laughs> but I'll talk to you if you got five bucks. Hawkinson <laughs> didn't want to be here. And I've no. seen a few more pieces. It's starting to leak, and I'm seeing the confirmation mm-hmm. coming out from the team. I, I, I was the first. I called that last year looking at his face on the field mm-hmm. as he walked back to the huddle after getting thrown into his fourth murder ball of the game. You know I, what I mean? Like, he, he quit. He was done. That second I said it. You do not get your look on that face and come back as a productive member of this team ever. You know what I mean? And like, from that the was inside, hate. from that the was inside, hate and sadness. From the inside, we brought it and we talked about it. And Hawkinson, love him, hate him, the play, none of it matters. He didn't like Goff. Goff didn't like him. That's something that'll probably come out more as things go on. But as I said. He'd given up. He wasn't practicing. He wasn't doing it. This was not his team. He wasn't going to produce. Could you keep him, you know, your fifth-year option? Sure. But why would you do that for someone that doesn't like you? Could you franchise him? Sure. But why would you do that for someone who doesn't like you? Oh, my God. Why why would you spend all that money and capital on a player that doesn't want to be on your team? I mean, we saw that with Stafford at an absolute key position, right? You just you just have to move on. Don't don't shoot yourself in the foot. Everyone talks about the the um, the Calvin Johnson hatred between the team and that. Don't put it in that situation. Don't let that situation even is, happen. You trade him, you get value out of him, and you move on. And you don't think twice about it. Hawk had his own person. That's where his head was at. That's where his head was at. Fine. Okay. Move on. We'll hear more. We'll hear more, and you'll and this will come out more. But I'm just telling you right now. That's why the Hawk trade makes the most sense no matter where he goes you get the most value ash i'll let you go with I, the rest of the okay question. uh the one thing i want to talk about that uh it seems like a bunch of professional people who get paid to do things like this don't seem to understand is uh there was never a compensatory pick coming because in order for there to be a compensatory pick that comes back you have to not sign anybody that year and at the point where tj hawkinson wasn't going to be here anymore i hope to god we're signing players if we're not re-signing our own <laughs> as opposed to starting another rebuild because that's what's happening if we're not signing more players is everybody who's in this group got fired and we've brought in new people you know what i mean uh like that there is no compensatory pick people need to get that out of their heads like there was no going to like that just was never happening yeah. does that make sense yep yeah, yeah, like yeah. we are going to be buyers after TJ Hawkinson's fifth year comes up. Yeah, that's that's just a fact. So this is the only way we get anything for him. Yep, and it just it, it, his the amount of money that he's going to want is not going to be worth it. He may be a rental for Minnesota. 
He he may well be because of their cap situation. We'll see how that plays out. But we he might nine wanna, catches today. They're they're going to keep him. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see if they're going to play that money. Nine catches for eighty yards. Yeah. So mm, can't we'll tell see. me you couldn't just chuck it to anybody to get that. You yeah, know? yeah. We'll see where he where he, where he goes. But uh, WMW two at some point. I can't blame the players. Losing sucks. Absolutely, it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You you beat. I mean, he's he's four years in and he's had enough. Right. I ain't mad. I, no, I, I get it. Like. He got drafted. He had Patricia for years yeah, and then had these two seasons of losing. But I also think like it was addition by subtraction. We got how many tight end, how many touchdowns does TJ Hawkinson have for the lions this year? Mm. Was it like three? Something like that. Yeah. We got two out of tight ends today because they just went and did what the coaches asked him to do and didn't ask questions. And didn't get paid. Both of them got paid less than Hawkwood. Yeah. (laughs) Both of them together. All right. Hey, caller. What's your name? Um, BZ Ski, really quick. Uh, on Decker, I wouldn't, I wouldn't book that about his face right now. Just, just, just to say uh, about Decker and his, <laughs> his, his, uh, his feeling on the team. Hey, caller, how much have you had? And uh, what's your name? Hey, it's Ben from the UP, and I'm getting <laughs> shit faced. <laughs> <laughs> There's my spirit animal. How you doing, Ben? This is like a, it's like a Super Bowl for us UP folks because a lot of people don't understand up here, but the rivalry up here is just, it burns deep because like a lot of downstairs don't know how many Packer fans are up here. Like the UP is divided. Yeah. Like there's as many Packer fans or if not more than there are Lions fans. So a lot of people don't realize that and it's, it's crazy, but we, uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Very pantsless, very happy today. I wasn't even going to drink today. Me and my buddy were over, and oh, yeah, we just getting shit face all over again. <laughs> UP starts always, yeah, ah, we're not even going to drink today. Yeah. Next thing you know, we're two, two 12 packs in. <laughs> <laughs> the area after oh, yeah. my own heart. Just sounds living. like where I'm from, too. <laughs> hey, what, what, yep. what, what part of you are you from, Ben? <laughs> uh, well, I'm from Ishpring. It's uh, well, Marquette's probably the biggest yeah. city. Yeah. So you know, I guess if you, you know call my, it that, like you know my um, hangout waters meet then, right? It's just down. On that's the, what you said. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. A couple weeks ago, yeah, you were from Waters Meet, uh, or well, you've been to Waters Spent Meet. Spent time then, there regularly. Uh, yeah. There, went to a camp out, out there. Yeah, I went to a concert yeah, in Escanaba one get a time. Hold of me, man. <laughs> well, we, we went up there yeah, one time, okay. and okay. we were staying in Waters Meet, and we heard there was a concert that was going on in Escanaba, <laughs> so we rolled on down. It was really weird for like a, a, a South Michigan person at the time. Probably at right? the casino there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, just rolling up and doing our outdoors thing, and then hearing. Oh yeah, let's go to the concert. We showed up. It was just like a, a real juxtaposition. <laughs> anyway, let's talk Lions, Ben. How's it going, man? Oh, it's going great. Like I say, just been pantsless and living the dream, and I'm still riding the high. You know, <laughs> my buddy was over. Like I say, we we're hungover. They like say went from not even going to drink today to mm-hmm. oh, just my jackalope. The bar in my basement just it smells like beer farts and victory down here it just it's, it's a magical feeling from one of my favorite songs yesterday we drank too much let's do it again <laughs> oh man yeah oh, i just man. loved it everything like i wanted to say just uh like i've been telling my buddies lions one day but more importantly the packers lost to the lions that's the biggest victory of the day yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
we are who we didn't think we would be. Yeah. I think I think we got a quote from the presser. Doesn't matter if you have one ass cheek and three toes, I will beat your ass. That's right. That's right. That's right. Oh wait, oh, Deuce, what's the check in? They got their fucking teeth pulled this week and their ass kicked at the same time. <laughs> All right, Deuce. Hell yeah. Yeah, I had about a thousand things that I probably could talk about today. Uh, I don't know, probably be my best call or worst call ever. But I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just I love seeing Rodgers throw. I don't know when's the last time he threw three interceptions in a game. That was just like cracked. I don't like, think did they Aaron say Rodgers' body phase is like cracked to me. That's my drug of choice. I heard something. Didn't they say he hadn't thrown two before in a game? That, is that what Olsen said in the game? Play? I don't know. If, I thought it had to be early in his career. They they brought it up during the game. I don't remember what they said, but it had been a long time. I know that. I know later in the game, they said there's been entire seasons where he threw three interceptions. <laughs> right. That's what I said earlier. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> he matched that in the day. That was great. Oh, my God. He was just, uh, he was out there throwing fits like my two-year-old. It was great. It was awesome. I just. I'm still soaking it in, still riding the high, like I say. This is this is my kind of call, like because we can talk about football, but every now and then you just want to take a moment and say, "Yep, goddamn right, this is beautiful. This feels good, right?" And we've done. I mean, Ash, it's it been so long since we've done a show together after victory. I mean, I guess Washington, right? But before, I yep. mean, there's but so few and far year. between. It's like, man, this just feels so good, and for it to be against the Packers. This is just this is just so good, so good. So everyone, just take a moment, take a deep breath, and say, "Yeah, we just slobber knockered the, the the Green Bay Packers." That feels good. That feels real good. All right. Hey Ben, we're gonna let you go. We got like people say, banging on the so, number. Go ahead, so, go ahead. Get your last point here. Uh, oh, I'll just real quick. Like I say, it's so uh, like one of my best friends. You you know stood in my wedding. You he and I texted. We always have a little. He was just trolling me all week. You know, mm-hmm. and I didn't say a word. I didn't say a word. I played the patient game. And then yeah, today yeah. he's just like, oh, now I know how you'd feel to be a Lions fan. I said, <laughs> oh, no, you oh no, you, no, you don't. And there were a <laughs> yeah. lot of, there were a lot of choice words that said, absolutely not. No, you don't. F <laughs> you for even saying that. Like, yeah. take that, take this feeling you have right now, times it by a thousand for the, like the rest of your life. That's how. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but that's that's really the thing. That's the thing that Packers fans don't understand. They're going to have a meltdown right now. This season yeah, really looks like all. it's going to be they a are. spin out they for are, them. And I'm it. But this is the start because there's no way. I mean, there's no way that you know just just by odds alone, there's no way the Packers are going to get another uh, quarterback like that. And now they're going to spin into mediocrity, and they don't know how to, how to handle it. And their GM doesn't know how to handle it. The coach doesn't know how to handle it, and the fans don't know yeah. how to handle it. And All it's going to be – I am hoping – I am hoping more than hope itself for 30 years, like the absolute switch of the Packers and the and the Lions' luck, right, to happen right now. And, and the Lions ascend into that position. And if we only get two Super Bowls and two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, I'm okay with that. I'm yep. just – fine with that sure. and especially if they play the role of the fucking long-suffering lions i could not be the world would not be more right at that point with me it's like the end of a christmas story when you're like oh all's well with the world this is the way it's supposed to be it's all ended right ralphie's sleeping with his zeppelin whatever it's all good it's all good <laughs> all right brother thank you for the call i'm gonna let you go all, all right. right yeah all right. thanks be, for having me on yeah you bet be well ben thank you love my up peeps all right, whoo! That was good. That was a little. That was, yeah, that's a really good. Uh, 
kind of opportunity to kind of juice the wind a little bit. Hey, caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink? Hey, this is Jack from Chicago. Can you hear me okay? Uh, sure can. Yes, sir. How's life in Chicago today? All right. I'm, man, I'm from Grand Rapids originally. I'm a pack of seltzers deep, and I am fucking excited about today. <laughs> I am off the wall. Let's go. So a couple of, couple of just, I'm going to just brain drain here and ask a couple of questions. Uh, but my first thought, uh, one of my best buddies, from Marquette, from Wisconsin, I went to college with him. First game in four field, absolutely devastated today. So excited about that. I, I'm pretty confident in saying we ended the Packers season today at three and six. Very excited about that. Um, and just overall, I think that the questions I have and just the thoughts are like the broadcasters either today or just across national media are so quick to give Rodgers the benefit of the doubt, but couple of those interceptions, two of the three are his fault. Yeah. There's nobody else on the field that, uh, other than our defense, who's who's there to uh, make that play. There's nobody messing up. That's not him. Um, Jerry Jacobs, absolute stud. So excited to have him back. Um, offense a little bit shaky, but, I mean, the defense really showed up today. And, uh, man, I'm just excited about the future. I think I've listened to you guys for quite a while. I've, I've shared this podcast with a ton of my friends over the past four years, yeah, and I think – you know, one of the things that's constant is everybody kind of rooting for the Lions, but not sure on Matt Patricia. I think we all really want Dan Campbell to succeed. Um, yeah. And this just feels like a massive win for for that to go in the right direction, you know. I don't think we were super sold on Patricia, at least I wasn't. Um, but super sold on Dan Campbell if he can make this work out. And I think it's a big step in the right direction. Yeah, I, I can't disagree. Ash, let him have it. Well, I wanted Matt Patricia to succeed, to <laughs> uh, like just because there's the you know, slight body type resemblance between he and I that does not exist with a lot of coaches. So I, uh, you know, also you know we're both think we're the smartest human being we talk to over the course of any given day. So I can kind of empathize with a guy who maybe let his ego get a little out of hand and you know rub some people the wrong way that way. Uh, <laughs> but. Mostly, I just wanted the Lions to win. But, um, uh, yeah, like uh, Dan Campbell, it's hard not to root for Dan Campbell. Like, it, it's – I think if we went on another 10-game losing streak this year and he was still just saying the same things, it would have been hard to cheer for him and not just be like, man, shut up. Grit! But he didn't. <laughs> he, didn't he did not, and we did not. You know? We've had enough of that shit. There you go. Absolutely. Man, it just feels like – I mean, another caller referenced the challenge flag. It just felt like that was – such a big like aha moment for him and um man i i was screaming some terrible things during that fumble when uh those i think it was elliot and akuda were jumping all over it but neither one of them could get it but it, it just felt like it was such a a step i mean my, i live in an apartment building in chicago and i may have gotten a couple noise complaints on me but uh i mean it's just such a big step in the right direction heading to the game next weekend here at soldier so i mean it just feels I don't know. It just felt like one of those games where we typically don't get it done. We finally get it done. I think Campbell, I don't know, big win for him, I think, today. There was a moment later in the game that uh, that basically like the, the Packers had some success on a play, and then they were trying to race to the line to run another play super quick because they liked the personnel group we were in because Kirby was out. And uh, every Lions player just looked yep. at each other, and they did this. And I have no idea what that means. 
but there were like 11 guys on the field basically doing this, and then they all lined up perfectly to get ready, and then the Packers ended up calling a timeout. Like that was, yeah, well, yeah, that's what that means if you're the refs. But like they 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 did a thing, you know what I mean? And they were all doing it, and everyone was on the same page without actually talking. Mm-hmm. And then they all just lined up to run a defense, and the Packers called a timeout instead of running their play. Yeah. Like that's coaching. I'm that is trying, having a team prepared to play some football. I'm just I'm just trying to help with the audio only people. You did the safety side. That's all. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, well, I was just doing the side that they did on the field. Uh, you know, yeah, the, yada yada yada. Yeah, but. It, it was it was nice. Like it was, there were defensive linemen doing it. There were linebackers. There were say like defensive backs. Like there was a thing that that means, and it was the proper response to whatever Green Bay's BS was going to be right there. You know what I mean? So it uh, it, it was just nice to see oh, a right. team that was actually prepared for something the other team was doing. Yep. Yep. All right. So, and how much do you think of that? Is it actually AP, or do you think this is just like a long time coming? What are your guys' thoughts on that? I think, like, then this is pure conjecture. I want to say that, like, I do not have sources in the building. I don't know. Uh, I believe the the phrase from Netflix was, "I don't know shit about fuck." But <laughs> uh, basically, my my impression of this firing and the way it went down is that this was to a certain extent to send a message to some people. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. some people in the building, basically. Yeah. Like, I love this man. This man is not getting his job done. This man is not here anymore. Everyone here needs to take that into account when we're looking at how we finish out this year. That's that's the message I think that firing sends. Yeah, no, I I, I don't disagree yeah. at all. All right, sell, b- box of seltzers deep. Anything else you want to say before uh, we uh, we hang up on you? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I just love I love you both. Uh, Chris, you're the voice of Ration. We always we always joke in our group chat of like Ted Lions fans. So um, Ash, love you as well. Thank you for taking the call. It's my first time calling in in four years, but I will be sure to uh, call in again when I have enough to drink and we actually win a game. <laughs> Please do. This was great. Yeah, awesome. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Be well. All right. Woo. That was good. It's it's so much. I love the calls. You know what? The calls on on, on a lost day are different. But they're still yep. good. They, I, I doing this. There's nothing. I've had so many ruined Sundays from the Lions. Oh yeah. But doing the show, I just walk out like so much more level and and in and, and so much a better place. And uh, on these wins, it's just. I mean, I'm 49 miles high. This is this is absolutely great. All yep. right, let's let's hit this question, David Woodkirk. This is a good one. Uh, what are you looking for from the Lions for the remainder of the season and remaining games win predictions? What do you have, Ash? Four wins. That's what I'm looking for for the rest of the season. So six total. <laughs> I want I want them to get to six. Okay. Like I, I genuinely believe that the win loss number is important to the rebuild, if only because it begins to reframe the perception of the team nationally. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If we're not drafting in the top ten, the, the last time, like when national media members pick up draft coverage is going to be the next time they think about the Detroit Lions, to be perfectly blunt. You know what I mean? And what I would, and players who are going into free agency, the same thing. They are not thinking about the Detroit Lions right now. They're just like, ah, they are thinking same old Lions. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if they look at that and they're like, oh, those guys picked up seven wins this year. What's that about? You know what I mean? Like, it would be ideal. <laughs> if that were happening, you know what I mean? Whereas if we end up with four wins and are drafting in the top five, 
we're exactly where we were at the beginning of this year in terms of any veteran help coming. There will be none. Yep. Yeah. No, I don't disagree. Um, I like the idea of the the sneaky good, right? And um, because we'll we've dropped the the wave of endless prosperity possibility, that's not happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know. No, but I, I like the idea of sneaky good, and I think four wins is for the rest of the season. Three to four wins for the rest of the season is, is probably sets the tone appropriately. I think the the narrative on the uh, the division is so much going to focus on the 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 Vikings and the Packers this year. Yep. I up think, and the down. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think the um, the Bears are going to get kind of a free kind of quiet ride in the background. I think the Lions are going to kind of a quiet ride in the background. And so many times, this is so Lions, right? They, 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 they put themselves in a position of prominence where people start to really sing their praises and then they just choke out. They just, yep. right? So three wins, four wins maybe, that kind of keeps them in the, I'm not going to buy into it until they should really show me something I've been burned. Right. You know, Greg Olson, yep. and, and I do want to, well, I'll get to that in a second, but the, the national people, the, the national dopes, they, they, that bought in the lions cause uh, hard knocks and that kind of stuff. They don't want to, yeah. they don't want to get burned again. They, when somebody has been fooled and they, and they get kind of yep. humiliated cause they took a take based on being fooled. They're going to be, you know, twice shy next time. So that's cool. Yep. That's good. I, I don't, I don't shame want to be yeah. we'll twice. We'll, won't get fooled again. So come on. <laughs> So come on in. <laughs> uh, so come on in and uh, and let that's, them be quietly, right, Canadian, quietly better. Quote your presidents. That's no. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe you'll you'll speed up your uh, your your visa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the thing, then it was just never meant to be. Four score and seven years ago. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Go for the old timey hits. Uh, so the uh, yeah no, I think that's 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 interesting. I I think three to four this year is good. Um, I, I think it's about the how more than the number. That's kind of where I, I used to be. It has to be about the number, but it's that's it's where we disagree. Really, the how right now because I think if, the how is going to be fine. Well, when I look at again, I look. We played the second strongest strength of schedule. If that continues to remain the truth. If that's at the end of the year, we've had the second most difficult strength of schedule, but Dan Campbell's not making the mistakes he made in the first part of the year. The mm-hmm. defense is clicking. The offensive or the defensive line is clicking. Aaron or Jared Goff is actually delivering a ball downfield, right? And and we just happen to lose by three points, five points, you know, last minute, whatever. Ah, the damn refs, you know, that whole kind of thing. But we see that kind of growth. I'm okay. I'm okay because we played top shelf competition. Now, if suddenly we wind up with the weakest schedule and we're, we're losing because Dan Campbell is making terrible in-game decisions, yeah. then I don't buy it, right? And that's that's where I think the how is is kind of more important with me than maybe necessarily the number. Yeah, like that's that's the only way I would even consider – DC not being here next year, a, an actual reasonable thing would be like if we're a coach and a quarterback away, well, let's get that coach and get that quarterback at the same time. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you hey, know, that's that's it. Yep. Hey, caller, what's your name and how much have you had to drink so far? Caller? Hey, Chris, how are you doing? Good, good. How are you, man? I'm awesome. I, I just can't. Believe this game today. Hutchinson's my favorite player, and he got a 
interception in the touchdown today. What do you guys think about that? The interception was off the hook. I, yeah. I, for Hutch to get an interception, and, and especially, I mean, it was it was a beautiful catch. I mean, he yep. was he looked like the intended receiver. I loved seeing Hutch get that. I think that was just the kind of kind of goose he needed on his confidence. Ash, I one hundred percent agree. Like, yeah. if you're gonna like, I love offensive lineman reception touchdowns. That is my favorite play in football. Like back guy TD is the greatest thing that happens in the game, <laughs> but guy who was supposed to be getting blocked by fat guy interception in the end zone is even better. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't be more. Ash. Oh man. Hey, so caller. Jacker getting a touchdown. That was, oh, that was just awesome. That was a hey, caller. Yeah. We didn't yeah. get your name or how much you had to drink. Um, this is nine drinks, and I've had more than nine today. <laughs> nine drinks. All right. How you doing? I was wondering. More than. I, more than. Oh, yeah. You, maybe you should go to more than nine drinks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, no, I got a call from Mike or Mike right before the game today, which is a surprise call, because he was doing the cancer foundation for my wife today. Mm-hmm. She, uh, oh. she ran the 35-mile K or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... He was just helping to sponsor that. And he gave me a call, a surprise call this morning. And I think, man, that just made my day. My whole day's been great since then. And the Lions won today. So I'll tell you, Mike. Mike and Mike, he has to call me every day. He, <laughs> I, know, I know you guys love him too. Yeah. Okay. He's, yep. Sorry. he's one of the few good ones. I don't see the yeah. few good ones, but he he's he's one of the best good ones out there. Mike is a great a good guy. Dude. Yeah. And um, I love that he does things different than we do because he does it yep. his own way and we do it our own way. And there's no like drafting off of each other. He's he's a, he's a solid top shelf human being, too. And uh, that's the thing about like I like about Michael Mike. And that's, it, it, you'll see the people and we kind of with his neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. We, we tend to surround ourselves by good around, you know, by good people. And, um, yeah, you know, that's, that's how we, you, you see, that's our, that's, that's who we find and that's who you find on the show and who we, <laughs> we tend to make friends with people that are, are not only good at their job, but they're, they're good people as well. And, uh, that's what we're after. And Mike's one of those kind of guys. So, yep. Absolutely. I completely agree. So nine, nine drinks. I had a question for you. I got, I got a quick question for you. Did you click on the like and subscribe button today? I do. I do before I ever even get on. I always do. So I'm always subscribed. I know. It might be under nine brinks. No, nobody can pronounce it. That's why it's nine drinks. So. Got it. Got it. Got it. All right. What, yeah. was, what was your other question? Box of seltzers. Go for it. <laughs> oh, no. I, that was basically my only question. I just wanted to bring that up because I haven't heard you talk about uh, interception. Yeah, yeah. I kind of clicked on Micro Mike's thing for a little bit, so maybe I missed it, but. I didn't hear about the you guys talking about Hutchinson's interception, and I just thought we that actually was had not awesome. We had nine drinks, and that's that's actually a really great point because you got um you got a guy like Hutch, number one or number two overall pick, your number one pick in the draft, and uh, he's gotten what is it is it four sacks so far this year? Uh, no, five, five, five. Yes, yeah. I've got him eight and a half. For, I think it's four point five. It might be four point five. Okay, okay. I got him eight and a half for money. He's just got to stay on that. <laughs> I got, and, and I'll tell you, I made some. Yeah. I made a little bit of money in the Lions winning today on the money, straight on the money line. So that was that was good too. But uh, yeah, no, we got to talk. We got to talk about Hutch, and he. We've been a little bit quiet on him, uh, both 
on the good and the bad because he's a little kid. He's young and uh, we've wanted to give him kind of the space. Not that, you know, what we say or do matters in, in his world as, as Jared told us today, but uh, we would just kind of want to give him space to find himself and really, you know, find out who he is. The one thing that I like to do really is to provide time because you can always snapshot a play of any game and you can say this is the worst or best player in the NFL. Right. But it takes yep. a performance over time to really understand what, what you're looking at from a coach, a player, a GM, it doesn't matter. And um, you can say, well, why is this up for 60 years? Yeah. Yeah. But you basically have a new owner right now in Sheila. You basically have a new GM in Brad, you, you know, across the board, it's all really something new to evaluate. So if you want to say the Ford's the problem and that's why they think fine. Okay. You, you've taken the long haul, but you're not evaluating the talent you have right now in like the appropriate time frame, and that's what I'm trying to do is is just provide context of time for all these different players. But no, I just I just didn't hear anything. I thought, oh man, I'll give you a call. I have you on my speed dial. I have for a while. I've talked to you once before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when you and Riz were on. I remember. I mean, no, Nine I don't drinks. want to pick up any more of your time, but I love that you put me on. That's awesome. Yeah, from Deerfield Beach, Florida. Just a little south of you. <laughs> yeah. You're in about three hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll get the uh, go-go lights going for you, brother. <laughs> All, right. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. We'll see you nine drinks. All right. Whew. Feels good to win. Just feels good to win. It really does. <sighs> oh, there was one play. What was it? The third down or fourth down where Penny Sewell, he, he played his block, his pull right. But he, the guy that he went to block was already face down, and um, the Packers player came up the middle that he could have blocked. What play was that? You know what I'm talking about? It's like no, I did not see that one. It, did, it didn't stick out. <laughs> really? Which was it? Super early. I actually missed the first drive because I wasn't quite no, home yet no, when the game I'm started. Thinking it was like the second or third quarter. Hmm. Uh, it was a run, and it may have been a fourth down run. I'm, I'm, I'm I've got to go back and watch again. But uh, Penny pulled. And was coming across to basically assist uh, Decker, and the 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 player that Decker was was blocking was on his face. I mean, he was down, and they had run a blitz up the middle, and Penne was like just huffing by, and the dude like just skidded in right behind Penne and and, <clears throat> and took uh took Goff out. Uh, again, this is purely from memory. If Penne had like just been able to see, I mean, he was in his right assignment, yep. right? But it's like. Ah, this is one of those things where you want your your field generals to to, to improvise. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, it's always hard on stuff like that. Like whenever you see a, a like still shot of anything, you know what I mean? Like just taking a snapshot of yep. of that moment in the play. Like, okay, but was the guy even supposed to be looking there? Is always the question mm-hmm. that immediately pops into my head. You know what I mean? Like last week, for yep. example, like you know somebody tweets out a thing where T.J. Hawkinson's wide open, and I'm like, yeah, he is wide open. After Goff has already thrown, thrown the, the ball, ball. Yeah. and the <laughs> linebacker has come off of his coverage <laughs> to go help worth where the the ball went. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so then he is streaking up the middle of the field uncovered because he doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it's just always stuff like that. Like so, like I mean, Panay's just doing what he's supposed to do. Like you'd love yeah. him to make the improv play, yeah. Oh, you yeah, know, yeah. like you yell at better him if he does. You'd yell at him if he did, right? If you're a coach, yep. you'd yell at him. Great play, but you fucked up. You know what yeah, I mean? Why are you even looking? It's like when Swift <laughs> breaks one outside and goes for 35 yards, and Deuce is going like, 
up the middle. Yeah, the call is up the that's middle. A touchdown. You're going to get one of your offensive <laughs> linemen hurt. <laughs> you know? Oh, like, this man. This is how fat men pop ACLs. Stop it. Yeah, yeah. Third and one in the third quarter. Thank you, uh, B. Farrell. Appreciate that. All right, really quick. Let's do a quick um, get your thought of the day. Uh, Mr. Well, before we do, let's go Amazon.DetroitLionsPodcast.com and Fanatics.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Fanatics will get you all your Lions gear, merchandise, all the stuff. They give us a kickback. Fanatics.DetroitLionsPodcast.com and Amazon. You know what Amazon is. Amazon.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Great ways to support the show by doing something you're going to do anyway. Get over there and do the thing that you want to do. Before we do your roundup, um, Ash, let's get this last caller in. Yeah. Hey, caller, what's your name and how much have you had to drink? Hey, Chris, it's David, and I am stone cold sober because I'm sitting on staff duty. Well, I appreciate you. <laughs> I think a lot of people appreciate you being sober right now. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> I just want to say, how about the fact that we held the Packers under 100 yards total rushing? That was, and that's the best part of their game. Right. I mean, they, let's and, and, you know, there's something more just to, hey, we held him under 100 yard, yards rushing with Aaron Rodgers. It's like always been his passing up, but they had 479 yards passing. Right? But no, no, they, they really they didn't. I mean, we took the best part of their game out and forced Aaron Rodgers to throw the ball. And that was a little bit janky today. To, to, I mean, what a great game plan for them. And who would ever say, yes, let's force Aaron Rodgers to throw the ball. That's the way to beat the Green Bay Packers. But <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> yep. Well, when his best receiver is Alan Lazard and then a couple rookies who proceeded to get hurt pretty easily. They were drop machines before they got hurt. So, I mean, Christian Watson is a guy yeah. that we talked about. I saw him at the Senior Bowl last year. And uh, we talked about him a lot. And same with uh, Dobbs, um, both guys that just could not hold on to the ball. And people argued and argued and argued with us. Yeah. It was crazy. I mean, insanely see it with our own eyes, guys. It's not just national narratives. We see it. And uh, and here we are. A, a very, well, very frustrated. Christian Watson Rodgers. had a bunch of. Go ahead. He had a bunch of drops his senior season, too, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was a machine. Since yeah. high school. Yeah, yeah, he was he oh. was very much pet a drop. Another thing in a wide receiver format with speed. He's he's gonna he's he has the potential, and I hate to say this to put this tag on somebody because it's really offensive, but he has the potential to be a Corey Fuller. Yeah. Go ahead. What, Another what, thing. Yeah, yeah. Can Akuda stop hurting our players? <laughs> It was great the first couple of weeks when it was only the opposing players that were getting yeah. hurt. Now he's he's going full Delmas on us. What the hell are we watching here? Yep. <sighs> That's what it is. He's he's Louis Delmas 2.0. Yep. Mm. Well, I think he's a significantly if, better you know, player than Louis Rodrigo Delmas. Becomes, if Rodrigo becomes DeAndre Levy 2.0, we might have something. As long as That'd be nice. Just stay away from the discount double check. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I know that. No, that was Tolik. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, thanks. Well, yeah, stay away from <laughs> volcano sledding. That's what it was. Stay um, away from volcano sledding and all kinds <laughs> of other random shit. Yeah. It's interesting, man. Oh, man. 
God. They, those things happen in such quick succession that I keep I keep, keep like juxtaposing <laughs> them in my brain. It was just such a kick in the nuts. Oh man! All right. So yeah, no, no. Um, it was, it was, it was. No, no go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say those early, those early Stafford years were all kind of a blur. Yeah, we had a really good defense, and then it was all gone. Yep. Yep. Yeah. All right, my man. Let's. Uh... Oh, wait, okay. We got some. We got a feedback really quick from Jerry Jacobs, uh, talking on the exchange to him between him and Aaron Rodgers before the half. I was certain that he was just introducing him to the seatbelt gang. Jerry's like, he says, "I'm like, dang, bro." You gonna try stop trying me? He was just laughing. I'm like, well, you're doing good. He's like, keep going. I was like, all right. I asked him for a juice or two, though. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jerry, man. It's, you know, oh, like, because because why would you not? Yeah, you yeah. Know? <laughs> like the guy, as much as we hate him, the guy's going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you have a jersey collection and the man is willing to do it, you do that, and that's that's that's. That's oh, the yeah. thing Matt Patricia didn't seem to understand. God damn, I love Jerry. He's I got I got I would, I, would, yeah. I would give him some shit about that. That's a good one. Oh. All right. Hey, Jerry, Seatbelt Gang is back in town. Go to seatbeltgang.com. Get your Jerry merchandise, JJ39. Um, JJ39.live. You'll see some shit going on there too eventually here. We got some good stuff going on. Check it out. Uh caller, we're gonna let you go and we're gonna we're gonna wrap up some stuff here. We gotta do our final give on the show. Thank you for calling though. Appreciate it, bro. All right. All right. We'll see you. All right. We'll do the wrap here. Um, go ahead, Ash. Give us your thoughts on the game. Give us your wrap on where the lines are and where they're going from here. Well, I think what they need to do is uh, the Dodgers need to buy the team. And everybody from top to bottom needs to be flushed out of this entire organization. <laughs> oh my god no man everything's going according to plan like they are literally one one win behind what i expected them to be at at this point in the season and there are a lot of games left to pick up that one win let you me ask you I mean? this let me ask you this because i think this is this is a, a good piece two years according to you you're going to know if the re the rebuild is working yeah we're, we're not into two years yet is the rebuild no. working thus far the drafting appears to be working like from a GM perspective, I do not have a problem with anything he's done. Well, actually, I shouldn't say I don't have a problem with anything he's done on the balance of all things. Sure. I am more than OK with the job that Brad Holmes has done as a rookie GM coming in, never having had the job before, maybe being a little overzealous on a couple things, maybe needing to refocus and kind of look at how he treats injuries in the draft. But he's never really had any money to spend in free agency and was also in charge of a team nobody would want to go to. Yeah. So we can't really judge the the fact that like some of the free agent signings haven't worked out. And sure. yes, they did run the defense back pretty much, but it's not like they didn't try to sign other players. Like safeties took less money to go to other teams in both of these off seasons. Yeah. Big name safeties, who yeah. by the way are not playing any better than Kirby Joseph right now. <laughs> In both counts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Neither of the two guys we know they targeted are playing particularly well for the giant dollar value that we were trying to pay more than. You know what I mean? So, like, uh, you could call that an indictment of of his free agency strategy, I guess, if you really wanted to dig super deep. But, like, that's what you get in free agency is you you don't get top-tier guys for top-tier money. You get third-tier guys for top-tier money. That's just how free agency works. So the fact that they keep talking about this is a build like through the draft strategy, 
that's how you have to do this in a market like Detroit. Like, yeah. on, and I'm not, you know, dumping on Detroit. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm just like, we have to understand that the national and in my case, international perception of the city of Detroit is not that it is the most wonderful, idyllic place on earth that you would definitely want to move to given a plethora of other options who will also pay you millions and millions and millions of dollars. This you know is what someone I mean? from Edmonton like, I, telling I understand us this. I've you guys know been, this, right? I don't really know the city. You know what I mean? This I'm just a, I'm just telling you from an outsider's view because all Edmonton. these free agents don't know the city either, man. Wait, hold on. You know from, what I mean? From Edmonton, we're hearing Detroit is not an ideal spot to land. It's, what's the temperature today? Yeah. What? It's too damn cold. That's the answer to that. What but, did you uh, say? It was like minus you know, 27? It, uh, mine, uh, let's see. I'm going to translate it to Fahrenheit. Well, I'll do it right now. But was minus 27 really the, the right number you had? It was, uh, I think it was 21 at that second, actually. But I'll tell you the current Fahrenheit in just a moment here. All right. If this stupid app will cooperate, which, of course, it will not. It is right now in my location, six 9 degrees. degrees. So it would, it, it's warmed up a bit. Nine. It was six at your minus 21. That's yep. They're telling me Detroit is not a place. So I got people talking about how the leaves are changing in the Slack chat. And I'm like, man, you go to hell. <laughs> you go got to leaves. Hell you, die. <laughs> you got leaves. Mine were gone in September. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm not saying, like, if Edmonton had an NFL team, no free agents would ever come here. <laughs> because, good God, why would you want to do that? The <laughs> hockey team here has that problem. So this is why I can kind of identify, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, on that scale, Edmonton mm-hmm. is the place that had a hard time for a, until we got like generationally yeah, spectacular yeah. players on the team to come play with. We couldn't get any free agents either. You know what I mean? And had to just keep building through the draft. And this so is kind of seen this before. And I think Brad Holmes is doing it the right way because of that, because you can't rehabilitate the reputation of the team. Like that's the thing. When the Pistons were good, they could, they could get people, you know, when the Red is, Wings were good, they could get people. This is why you they wanted to, to do good. hard knocks. Because they wanted yeah. to put that on display, they knew it wasn't. They, were, they weren't going to see immediate results. They were betting on what happened this year. But you have exactly. players that are playing, right? Players that are not giving up. People talked about, oh, the players gave up in like two, three games. Or that wasn't the case. The players didn't give up. No, it just wasn't working. And and you're going to see. I think now we have money. This was set up. This was set up. Hard knocks. The whole narrative right now is set up to cast a, a good net for free agents to land. And I think with all the draft picks we have and all the money that's potentially available as well, Detroit is, is, is becoming a, a much sweeter spot. Now what happens next year, no matter what they land in the free agent. And I think they'll get a couple, they'll get a couple, a couple of gems performance next year, nine wins. And, 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 and I, I know it sounds yep. crazy, but nine wins is really the way to say, yep, we've done it. And if you don't, if you're less than nine, you know what I mean? I, 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 I'm, I'm yep. really nervous. Less than nine wins next year with everything they've put in um, just doesn't show the rebuild as, as, as working. They just have to. They just have to. That, that's it. Like that's, and that's why I think you need to progress on that because you don't build a culture by talking. The winning teams have winning cultures. That's how winning cultures are established. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like any team, what, and a winning culture can be anything as long as it's working. That's, that's the thing that nobody likes to admit. You don't need a certain culture to win. You need good players yep. to win. Yep. And you need a coach who can deal with the personality of the specific set of good players that he has. And, and that's what you need to win. So when you have a coach 
taking guy, taking out good players because of the personality of those players, that was a problem. You know what I mean? And that's my one fear with this TJ Hawkinson thing is like, if it, this is one move that happens, cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. One guy didn't want to be here. We can yep. all understand why he might not want to be here. Yep. If Taylor Decker asks for a trade in the off season because he doesn't like these coaches or yada, 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 yada. And there's no reason to it's think he's going to do that it's at this point. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, like I said, I don't have sources. I don't know squat. I'm just saying if, you know what I mean? That would be a bad sign to me, a worse sign than not winning six games. Yep. Let's just say so, like that kind of thing is the thing we need to be looking for yep. more so than the win total. Like, yes, I still want six. You know what I mean? Because you have three, you get six. To me, that is a progression. Yep. But if you get five, but kind of dropped one or two at the beginning because the coach didn't have his stuff together because yeah. it's a second year coaching and he was kind of getting used to the team that he had and you had to kind of rearrange some things. Okay, cool. You know, even next year, you know what I mean? Maybe you don't get nine. Maybe you get eight. I don't talk. You know? to Decker. Okay. So I'm not saying yeah. that, but I talk no, to no, people no, no. who do talk to Decker and yeah. I would be stunned. I absolutely stunned if Decker wanted to go just based just, on everything yeah, like I'm said, hearing. So if, if he wants to go, it is an inside Decker's mind thing only. Yep. It is not something he's put anywhere out in no, the universe. So not even slightly. Yeah. That's so what I'm saying. Like people that is saying they dude. see that it's, that's pure speculation right now. There yeah. is, it is pure speculation right now that's that's why i said i, I don't have I, sources i don't know yeah, I, I don't know shit, i don't know shit about fuck i'll well, say that again and you, but I'm you were saying, talking about if, just if, you yeah, see if. and but you know? and i'm, I'm just kind of talking to people that say it is you can see yeah. it, you know that's what it, no that's not that's not it is 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 not the the right word uh no. unless you're taylor decker himself or his wife you you don't know because no. everybody else that's around him that he talks to he's not going anywhere He's happy. It said nothing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. there's no indication that this is an issue. Yep. We're halfway through the season though. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying like, yep. it's just canary in the coal mine. I don't think this is, but it's the sort of thing where two years down the road, you might look back and go like, Oh, I guess maybe that was the canary in the coal mine. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. When that first guy was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yep. But, uh, but there's no indication that that's what's happening. So, but I think that would be worse than not hitting that six win total. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Sure. I haven't even for just sure. like a single guy who is under contract at that level. Do all that crap. Yeah. Uh, yeah of, of an importance level. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. right now, if Charles Harris is like, I don't want to play here anymore. I'm like, yeah. good. It's like uh, Tyrell Crosby. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. TC. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, Hey, our second string swing tackle. Didn't want to be here. <laughs> yeah. There's a, and like, okay, cool. You know, all right, that's fine. I'm, I'm all right with that. Like, not not that that doesn't make him an incredible athletic human being. Yeah. Who could do things well beyond any capability I have ever had. But emotionally, God, what, what, a, yeah, what a child. All right, so yeah, we got all that. Um, great summation, Ash. Love it. Love. This is a great show. Just soak in the moment. FTP, right? This is where we're at. We did the win. If you're watching, please hit the subscribe, hit the like button if you haven't. Just the like button alone helps us out and. uh Seatbelt Gang has tumblers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, what? Oh, I don't have it with me. Damn it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The best. The best. Yeah, that, that does look super cool. I'm getting one. Putting it on my desk at work. Seatbeltgang.com. Uh, but this, this, the like button really helps us out. And if you haven't subscribed, it's easy. But the, the like button, you're just here. You're watching it. If you, if you spent more than three minutes, just hit the like button. It's easy. We appreciate it. Helps us out. Uh, and we'll we keep putting great content out. So, uh, the podcast this week, the Bud Lights are starting to hit. Runners. Oh, hold on. Thank you. Production truck shows up with the seatbelt yes. gang tumbler. <laughs> that's, that, 
and get some seatbelt. Now I'm going to have to get the other one. It's bad. Seatbeltgang.com. <laughs> <laughs> it is bad AF. Uh, yeah, if you don't like that, there is a second option. <laughs> so hit the like button. Appreciate that. Hit seatbeltgang.com, amazon.detroitlinespodcast.com, and fanatics.detroitlinespodcast.com. Those are all great ways to help support us. The like button, though, is the simplest. You just hit that button right now since you're watching anywhere. Yeah, you're already here. And off we go. Like, if you're not doing that, why? Like, what did I do? Why do you hate me specifically if you're not hitting the like button right now? There you go. All right. There we are. Let's do this. Uh, remember, this show needs your involvement. Do all those things. And don't forget to set on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. The most intelligent chat on the internet. Lions chat on the internet. No questions asked. You get access to the Slack chat if you donate at least $5 a month as part of that. And um, you won't regret it. The game day chat is over the top it's awesome and um it's the only place on the internet you can call me an a-hole without getting blocked yeah (laughs) and it's a great place to disagree without being disagreeable they're really good challenging conversations when they want to be there's fun conversations but it's it's a great place to hang out and and really have a solid lion's chat really uh, appreciate all those that are there you can be there as well patreon.com slash detroit lions podcast uh qmq my new Glarus beer was so delicious. New Glarus. Oh, man. I would I need to get my hands on some. There's none down. It. <sighs> hurt me. Hurt me. Hurt me. All right. Thank you, QMQ, for the super chat. I appreciate you, bro. Uh, or, or or sis, I guess. Whatever. I, I'm going to go with bro. <laughs> All right. Follow us on Twitter. Bruh. Bruh. Throw a little schwa That's in there. Bra- <laughs> uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at D-E-T Lions Podcast. D-E-T Lions Podcast. The very best place to see us hanging out pants-free all the time, especially when we win. Also, give us a call via Skype at Detroit Lions Podcast. All one word. Detroit Lions Podcast. Or call us on the Lions line at 929-33-Lions. 929-335-4667. And be sure to go to DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Subscribe to the show. What happens, Ash, when they subscribe? Well, what occurs is that we arrive in your the holes in the sides of your head automagically. That's right. We come in your little box automatically. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to see you next time on the Detroit Lions podcast. Remember, no pants, no toasters, no hot tubs. Why? Because we got no problems, baby. We're your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection. Thank you for listening. FTP! <laughs> Final seconds winding down, and look at that. How big is that? Chris and Case out of time. Pack the bag, start the plane. This show is over. You've had enough of that shit.